It's time for another Game Day, hosted by Flames Nation and Barn Burner at Greta Bar YYC. Join the crew at our favorite Game Day watch party spot, Greta Bar YYC, Saturday, March 23rd to watch Calgary take on Vancouver. Doors open at 7 p.m. Tickets are $10. Good food, good prizes, and a guaranteed good time. This event is brought to you by McLeod Law LLP and Village Honda. Get your tickets at nationgear.ca before they sell out. And away we go. Welcome to Barn Burner here on another chilly day in Calgary. If you are in Calgary and one of us... uh, one of our usual guests is actually in Calgary. It's very exciting. In studio, even Dean. Do in you, studio. Do you remember where our studio is, or has it been... barely? Yeah, barely. I. It's it's north of here. I know that. Anyway, uh, the the Telus Insider Hotline is live in studio today. As Jamie McLennan joins us in the uh, in our uh, posh studios. You're liking the studios there, Noodles. I love everything about it. It's a great setup, great lighting. The cameras are a little they're throwing me off a little bit because okay. everything's like so um you know compact. Like it's, you know, you it's go into like the studio. Yeah, you go into TSN studio at TSN camera. and there's yeah. like a giant camera and you've got a monitor below. It's like everything is really efficient. It's laid out perfect. This, you know, the background is amazing. And there is a little <laughs> bonus, gentlemen. A little oh, oh, we, in there. we heard he was coming. I, I be- I'm not lying. I banked on this being here. I was hoping that it would be here because I was like, I'm so thirsty. I worked out and I had a shake on the way. And I'm like, but I need some fluids. They better have Cove waiting for me. And it was like on the table laid out. But the- now the thing is, is I didn't realize there's this flavor. What is this one again? Is that? There's root beer in there. That's root beer. Yeah, yeah, that's new to him. I will be taking that home with me. Yeah, we got Ooh, 11 man. left in that case. It's all yours. <laughs> the thing is, is I don't know, Red, if you remember. Do you remember Roman Hammerlock? He would steal anything that wasn't nailed down. Yes. The guy made $5 million a year. And, you know, he literally, if, if there was an extra shaver there, if there was some deodorant, if there was yeah, a free T-shirt, he would stuff it away. So I am Roman Hammerlick. When I leave, I will be walking away with some Cove uh, products. We have so a, fired up. a bunch of half-drank whiskey bottles in wow. the room from the Christmas <laughs> show if you want those. That, I've got to perform tonight somewhat. Okay. I mean, we'll see how this might be a whiskey game tonight with two teams that are, you know, a little crabby. So we'll see how that one unfolds, you know. Yeah. And Hammerlick, he was what first overall? Didn't he go to Tampa with the first overall pick? It, I mean, when you're that kind, when you're that thrifty, that's that's baked right into you. But think right? of the money that Hammer he was signing like five year deals at five million back then. Yeah. yeah. And he was part of that, like I think they've squashed that deal where it's like it's I think it's called CRA or something where you pay into the you pay into the government. And when you leave, like you're from the Czech Republic or from Sweden or whatever, they give you every, they give you all that money back. Your salary goes into an account. Then they give you all your money back except for like 25%. Something crazy. But Hammer was part of it. He had, he had it all worked out, Hammer. I was going to say, sounds like he knows what he's doing. Smart yeah. guy. Yeah, that's not the first time we've heard that, actually. And it seems like a lot of guys took notice of that. So where's the toothpaste? Where's the shaving cream? What is going oh, yeah. on? Hammerlick's got it in his uh, in his bag. So I'll tell you what. When your kid starts playing hockey it's, and you've had free sock tape and tape for life, it, you, you're like, what? Ten bucks? I know. What? I went to. I was in. I went to Hockey Life the other day, 
And I had to get my kid, you know, he needed some tape and he wanted Batman, you know, for the tape. Sure. Of it. Like he wanted like yeah. specialty stuff. It's like, yeah, that's $12. Laces are 18. I'm like, what? I, I can't remember the last time I paid for any of this stuff. And then I ran into one of the equipment reps, Johnny Kirk. And he's with Warrior, used to be with like Bauer. And he's like, yeah, I'll outfit you. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it for a six-year-old kid. I said, I'll wait until... You know, yeah. the kid actually like loves hockey and breathes it. I, I'm not getting free stuff right now. So I've been paying for it all. And it is an expensive sport. No doubt about it. Right. Are you paying for skate sharpenings? That's that's one that I'm always like, damn it. It was easier when you worked for a hockey team and there was equipment guy. <laughs> yeah, no, I bought. I, well, I pay for it because I've bought two skate sharpeners. So that's I mean, if one goes down or what? Well, <laughs> I bought the. I know I bought a real one, the old real grinder, and then I bought the button one where you could just put it in. Yeah. Right. I'm telling you, that's a it's a free plug for them. But Pinder, you need to get it's like ASAP because every time yeah, you're you spend money on another, it's not good. It's in your yeah, basement. Sharpen now. My like, dad used to me. sharpen everybody's skates in our garage. He had my grandfather years ago was a shoe. I don't know, like a cobbler, shoe a cobbler. cobbler. Is that what it's called? A cobbler? Oh, yeah. Jerry, so he worked at the Roslyn shoe, you know, fix. So like you'd go in and there would be like a hole in your shoe. He'd put a piece of leather over top of it and just fix it up. So somehow my dad got this old school skate sharpener and he, my dad was a perfectionist. He'd be out in the garage, like perfect. My skates would be perfect. And to a point where like after the game, some, my team would like line them up. My dad would like take them back to the garage. He was skate sharpening my whole team growing up, like through minor hockey. And he loved it. He'd be out there, be minus 30. He had a little heater in the garage. He'd be sharpening the skates. Like that's old school stuff. Nowadays, these guys just pop the blade out, you know, pop the blade out, pop yeah. them, and they get them sharpened. You know, they're offsite or whatever. It's pretty cool. But yeah, those, the sparks machine, you just set the thing in there and press the button it swipes it what three or four times or however many you want, and then uh, and then you're done. I just couldn't. It's the time you go to, yeah. the, and I get it. But it's uh, how you got to come back about an hour, hour and a half. It's like, yeah, hour and a half. What are we doing? Jesus, here? what are yeah. we gonna just? Okay, now it's mindless. Up. Now it's mindless. You just you know you take it out of people screwing it up and just yeah. put it in the machine and away you go. Mm -hmm. No, you got to drop it off at old Gus Thorson's spot up at Windsport. There, he does That's a fine true. job, and he printing the dough. Gus is a good guy. Gus said yeah. is a large man. And remember how his son, his son like has a huge head too. And, <laughs> and they had to bring it like a big bucket in from they had to order. For, I remember we had like baseball caps brought in. They had to call the blue Jays yeah. to get <laughs> special hats brought in for Iggy for Kipper. Cause both of those guys heads are so big really? and Gus's son, I think it was like three huge buckets. I can't remember what that sizing of like fitted hats were, but like, yeah. I know Kippersoft, like we had this deal with Vaughn and they sent us free hats and Kippers. They were like those stretchy hats, but they had to put like an extra band on it for <laughs> Kipper. I don't know why, but he's got a freakishly big head. I didn't realize that until we, you know, I guess maybe I don't have a P head either, but. You know, my head was a lot smaller for those caps than Kipper and Iggy. Of course, Iggy. Like, Iggy has a huge bucket. So, it is what it is. Yeah, poor Iggy. Yeah. It was always uh, it was always interesting watching those those reps come in, trying to flog their sticks or their skates. Or, hey, uh, would you like to try this? I, I, I told this one to, to Warner years ago, but I remember the graph rep. 
Graft doesn't even exist anymore, right? Did they no. shut Graft down? It was Calgary yeah. back in the day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it? a Calgary yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah. So guy would come in, and I, this was so, so many years ago, but if you step on this, you had the little thing, and you'd open the lid, and if you step on here, it'll take an imprint of your of your shoe, of your feet and your toes and all yeah, of this. Yeah. And and Reg wore graphs, <clears throat> excuse me, but he was like, nah, fuck it, I don't need that. Just just give me the – so he wouldn't heat, <laughs> he wouldn't heat fit them. He didn't want uh, the, the footbed specialized to his to the yeah. arch or his toes. Nah, fuck it, just what – I'm a size 12 or whatever it is, and that yeah. was it. So Keep them sharp. Yeah. That yeah, was Reggie that was... to a T. Like, I remember bleeding myself, like my body, like before training camp, Rich Hesketh had like the ba- you know, body fat and you had to ride the, the two and a half minute bike oh. and, you know, all of these like ridiculous things that like I had more anxiety about testing at camp than I worried about stopping pucks. That makes two of you. I'm and, telling you. And honest to God. Like I remember going for lunch with Reggie the day before training camp and I'm literally had like a a salad, like a dry piece of salad. He's eating chili. He's got a beer like it. And and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, what? I'm 228. Like I'll always be 228. And then I'm riding the bike that two and a half minute sprint. And I, yeah, the wind gate. And I lasted like maybe 210, 220. Reggie quit after four and a half minutes. He was just looking over going, all right, you know, you're done with this thing. Like you just destroyed the bike. Like it was embarrassing. He was at like 850 Watts for four and a half minutes Jeez. and just riding it. Like he's out for a Sunday stroll. And like that stuff made me sick. Like I actually would have oh. anxiety about the testing at camp just so that you could actually get to the ice. Yeah. That's the crazy part. I still have PTSD August 1st, August long weekend. I'm good through August long weekend. And just after August long weekend, I go into a depression and a heightened state of anxiety because of the trend that used to happen. This, the stress of, Oh my God, I've got three weeks or four weeks and I am nowhere near in shape to go to F and camp. I'm going to get killed. Yeah, yeah. Well, there who was that re- runs cover. Yeah, who wasn't <laughs> retro? You were talking about when uh, it was one of the lockouts, and then it sounds like oh, oh we, we went Simon. Get, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Chris Simon calls me because they they canceled the season that year, and then Gretzky and a bunch of guys were like, "Wait a minute, we can't lose a whole season." So they started to get involved. And Cy goes, "Those." Effers better not screw this up. I'm 270. If I got to go to camp in two weeks, I'm half. Uh, I remember. Well, Rhett, you had a summer where you it was banking on a lockout. I think you were about 240 yeah. and you're eating a bucket yeah. of chicken a day. It was KFC oh, every day. No, <laughs> well, no, I had the great I had the great routine for, for Stampede that year. I'd go to A&W for a burger and poutine and taco time for uh, Chris Meat Burrito. That was my sustenance. Yeah, Double up. Oh. Yeah. yeah, well, you luckily, luckily, we did cancel the season that year. Just yeah, thank God through. that two million would have. That's yeah, uh, yeah, too bad. That would have yeah. that would have hurt you, but you were glad to get the whatever the stipend, the ten grand a month, and you could be two forty five and walk around and enjoy yourself. So less anxious. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Less anxious. That two million wouldn't come in handy at all now. Be, uh, no, you know, not with the price the of stick tape. No. Yeah, <laughs> not to mention you know that lifestyle. You would have found a way to. To make that disappear too, so you never. Well, know. and half. Yeah. And half, because yeah. it's two million plus half. Because if I was, you know, yeah, the old lockout got yourself. me. I got tied down and it kind of threw me yeah, for a loop. True. And now, there you go. <laughs> next thing you know, you're nimbin. Yes. 
So I don't. I I kind of like the way this is going. I don't want to get too hockey on it, but it is a game day. Flames and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. Uh, Flames and Senators. You mentioned uh, Krabby and and Grumpy. I'm not sure what the mood is with the Flames. They've been on the road. They came back. They didn't skate yesterday. So and it's a quick one hopper, and then they're back on the road again. But uh, the Senators are a bit uh, surly, are they? Well, be. they are, and they should be, rightfully so. I went to the game on Saturday night just kind of with some buddies who have season tickets in Edmonton, a few drinks. Like, I just went as Joe fan. And, you know, watching it, like, Edmonton was clearly the better team. They deserved to win. But I was waiting for something with Ottawa for either pushback or, like, okay, you know, it was almost like a slow, painful death in that game. You knew... Right from the drop of the puck, Edmonton was like all over them. They created some chances. They weren't hitting the net. They're missing the net. The, the game was close, and Forsberg made some good saves. But for me, the disappointing part of, of you know following Ottawa, there's nights where they deserve to win in Seattle. Joey Decord stole that game. They got goalied. It mm -hmm. happens. Like yeah. He was brilliant. He's been on a hot streak. They did everything they could, but they didn't. They, they scored once on him. And every every clear like every bad mistake they made ended up in the back of the net so they end up losing 3-1 i think it was that night but they deserved a better fate in edmonton it was like they deserved what they got and they're lucky that the score was that score because edmonton was the better team and it, it was almost like ottawa was like we know we're not winning this one where where like there's been other times where you're like they're in the game they've got leads they're pushing back they're just a fragile team right now but something's got to give. You're you're facing two teams that are kind of in the same state. It's like they, I don't know if Calgary believes they should be better, but I know Ottawa does. Like Ottawa believes like we're a better team than we're showing, mm -hmm. but they're not showing it. So that you are what you are in the standings. So that's the concerning part. So I don't know how this is going to unfold tonight. It's got to be much more frustrating for the Sens. Like that's a really talented roster that yeah. has a lot of star players. The Flames, it's like, yeah, they're hard hat, bring their lunch pail, they'll work yeah. hard and they can hang with the best. But that's not what we're seeing in Ottawa at all. No, and that's the disappointing part is it, on any given night, it's been something. They're not getting a save. They get the saves. They don't get the goals. They Their power play has been not good. Their penalty kills like worse than the National Hockey League. Mm. So if you look at it, you're going, okay, they're kind of where they should be, but they're one of the highest scoring teams in the league. They have a ton of talent, but it's like this. They can't put it all together at once. And, you know, Tim Stutzla, I think he's a superstar. At 90 points last year as a 20-year-old, at a 21-year-old, he's not having a great season. And you'll see, like, watch him tonight. He gets chances. Like, he gets some 10-bell chances, and he'll pass instead of shoot. Or then he had a, a wide open – he had an option on the back door the other night, just shot. Like, it's, it, he's in his head a little bit. But he's a hell of a player. And I want to give them the patient part. It's like they're, some of their top players are 24, 23, 21. Like Jake Sanderson's a superstar in my mind. Like I watched this kid skate tonight. He reminds me a lot of, of Scott Niedemeyer, how effortless his game is. And it's the same thing. Like Brady Kachuk's a bull in a China shop. You mm -hmm. want him on your team. Like he wants to drag you into a war. Like there are guys, Josh Norris is a really good player. Uh, Drake Batherson's a player. Like they've got some guys on that roster. You're going, how is this on paper, not translating to the ice? And then, you know, watch tonight and, and see because there's it's been on any given night. It's like something different. It's not just one thing because if it's one thing, you could clean it up. It's it's 
it's almost like you're sticking your finger in, in a hole. And then there's another, you know, mm-hmm. there's a, there's another leak somewhere. They've got 10 leaks. So they got to figure out where to start. That has cost them a coach and a GM already. Exactly. And, and, and they're not done there. Like if, if you look at Michael Anlauer and what he's done, you know, he's now brought Dave Poulin in Steve, Steve Stales is the manager. You, you know, he's fired the manager. They fired the coach. I think, they're on move now three, bringing Dave Poulin in. There's probably 10 moves, 12 moves. And it will include maybe current roster players, but it's also, I think they're going to beef everything up. You start within and go, I'm going to assess the PR department. I'm going to assess the marketing department, the training staff. I don't know if you guys know the name Maddie Nickel. Like brought, brought in Maddie Nickel, who invented, uh, what's the? Biosteel. Biosteel. Biosteel yeah. with, with Camilleri. So yeah. like you, you look at that. All I kept remembering that Ann Lauer said in his first press conference, he goes, we want best in class. Yeah. So he said, I'm going to go get the best people available, but it's a slow burning process. So they're, they're on step three, but there's still lots of work to be done there. And the thing about it is too, I think we're just so accustomed to the senators missing the playoffs and being near the bottom. Yeah. But I, I went back this morning and just kind of took a look. They're last today, and there's some bad teams. Anaheim is not very good. Chicago's not very good. They should not be last. Even going back two, three years, you go back to the bubble when they were in the Canadian division or whatever. They've they've missed, but it's not been to this degree. Right. This, this is I would I understand why if there's frustration and almost anger towards this. I, I get it because this is. Here in Calgary, sometimes people are using the Senators almost as a cautionary tale. You can go ahead and rebuild and you can sell a bunch of things off and get young, but it doesn't automatically mean you're going to be, you're going to get these young players and then in three years, you're going to be a juggernaut. I think this is going to be brilliant for the Senators and I'm not even joking. I don't know what their draft situation is. I'm guessing they still own their first rounders and stuff. I think this, I think they are a better team than what you're seeing. Yeah. I think they're screwing up and it sucks and people might be upset with it this year, but they're going to get a F of a pick again. Yeah. And that's, that might be the pick that makes a difference in the long term. Yeah. They get another right? top five pick. To, it's great to say we want to get back to the playoffs. Absolutely. You absolutely do. But you add another top five pick to that squad. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Well, Look and they got game. Detroit's first or to like, Yeah. They right. got two first. And, and they've got some guys coming too, like, they got this kid, Tyler Clevin, who's a big, long defenseman. So, like, if you look at their defense, like, they've got good defensemen. They still have to figure out how this looks because their best defensemen are left-handed shots. So you've got Shabbat, Chikrin, Sanderson, or whatever. I, I think Sanderson's the best out of all of them, and he's 21, and he's just getting better. Like, he's still making mistakes out there and stuff, but, like, he worries about defending first. And yeah. then he worries about the offensive stuff. Like he's a hell of a player. Um, and then you've got Shabbat, then you've got Chikrin. And then on the right side, they've got this guy, Artem Zoop, who's a real good, like stabilizing kind of a, a good, he's good to play with Sanderson. He's good to play with Shabbat because he settles them down. But the right side is where they, they, they don't have the right shot. They've got Hamannick who's, you know, you guys know hammer, like good guy, all of that, but like he's near the end. So you know, hammer at 33. I don't know how, what the future looks like, but that D the framework is there to be really good for a long time. They got this kid Clevin and they got a kid named Jacob Bernard Docker. Who's yeah. a right-handed mm-hmm. from around here. Play, yeah. Play no yeah right? He's a good kid too. And, and he, he's physical. He's just settling into the league. So he's going to be a player. So their D are, are young, mobile, and good. 
their forwards. Uh, Rhett, you're right. You plug in another high draft pick or, you know, somebody or if asset. You, yeah. And another it, asset. If you decide to, Hey, I'm going to move that first rounder for a 25 year old guy. That's really good too. Like, or to a goalie or whatever. Well, I think. What about goaltending James? Cause they've, they've got some young forwards in D they've drafted. There's reason yeah. to be excited. Is there anything in the goalie pipeline? Well, they did. They got a guy named Matt Sogard, who's this yeah. six foot, six foot seven. Medicine hat, right? Yeah, he's a big, but he's got to, he's got to catch up to his body. So they they went through seven goalies last year because they had injuries, and you know Talbot got hurt, Forsberg got blew out both of his knees when Hyman fell on him. Like there was, they they it was a mess. They 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 got the they brought this kid up from the coast, Dylan Ferguson, who had played in Kamloops and played one game against the Oilers, and um. But he, he stopped like 50 shots in Pittsburgh, but he's not an NHL guy. They, had, they went through seven goalies last year. So they go in the offseason. They spent $25 million. They, they gave the Jack Campbell deal to Corpus Allo. Why? Well, that seems stupid to me. It, because the <laughs> like you go out and you get the best guy available. I actually had this chat. I actually want to I want to bring this to you guys because I, I'm having a, a goalie debate tomorrow on, on TSN that we're doing for like the future. And we're talking about Hockey Canada, you know, is, is Hockey Canada now, you know, there's other countries that have caught up, but he said like specifically to goaltending. And he asked me, he goes, what do you make of it? And I said, well, there are good young Canadian goaltenders. Levi's going to be good. I think Carter Hart's uh, had a good season. Like, but I said, you know, I go, let me look at it a different way. And this is where it's going to come back to the Corpus Allo situation. So I just said, Corpus Allo signed five years at 5 million. You're like, why? You know, like, yeah. Blake Coleman makes how much? 4.9. And he's what? Third line left winger, right? Yeah. Sort yeah. of? He's second or third, depending second on. Yep. Third. So, can, wait, is it a seven? 15 or, goals. He's a seven or an eight on the roster, right? Maybe sure. seven or eight. Yeah. I mean, he talks about it. Like, it's like a... It's because they're volatile. But but what I'm saying is, like, people are so mad. It's like, Corpus, you get that guy $5 million. I'm like, you could be a third line left winger and make $5 million. Yeah. So, if I'm a parent, what do I want my kid to play net? Or do I want him to, you know, if he no has one a wants chance, kids to play. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, do I want my kid to be net and sign a $5 million deal and people just kick him in the nuts? Or if he's good enough, be a third line left winger and you might hey. be lucky enough to make five sheets too. And nobody talks about you. you nobody. Just, you just, you, if your kid's signing a five and five, you just high five him and don't Pat worry about it. Yeah, I'm happy with it. My point is, is <laughs> I your, think that's your poorly spent money. Like, but, what do you do? reaction doing? is exactly yeah. what I'm talking about of why would parents, I actually did a, a seminar for, you know, Vaughn Hockey invited me to, to talk in front of all their volunteers. So 600, you know, parents there and talking, and we did a Q and A at the end. And somebody asked like about Can Canadian hockey. And they said, do you want your son to be a goalie? I'm like, I don't know. I said like, if, if he ever was going to be an NHLer, why would I want him in that position yeah. where it, like we, we, we get mad. Like that's, that position is still not respected the way it probably should be. It's because they're volatile. Nowhere else can you be like Sergey Bobrovsky is the only active goalie with two Veznas. He goes to Florida and he's below league average for the first four years of that deal. And, no other position that happens. Sidney Crosby doesn't win two hearts and then turn into a third liner. Yeah. Blake Coleman's not going to the AHL. Jack Campbell's there. I, they're I, volatile. It, it's it's horrible investment of your cap. But, but you're right. But that's my point is, so if we're just talking about it, 
You want your son to play goal? You want your son to play? I'm not planning on my kid going to the NHL. I'm not making decisions based on NHL salary. No, but you know what? Jamie has a point. Parents do not want their kids. It costs so much money. It's expensive and all of that. That's the reason you don't want your kid in that. It's it's not the main reason. And pads cost two grand. But but that's kind of where I was going with Mm -hmm. it is like the fabric of and again, it's my son's not going to play in the NHL. He's six and, and you know, he's, he's grinding just to be a, a, a little. Saying, okay. I'm going to stop. Well, this is a wholly different topic. I hate people saying that. Let your kid play in the NHL. And when the dream dies, it dies. You don't need to predict whether or not he's going to play in the NHL. My point is my expectation where I, I live in the GTA where, where I, that same talk that night, there were 600 people. I talked to them. I said, you know, Blake Coleman, I, I made the same point. I said, people are mad at Jack Campbell. Blake Coleman has, made, has the same deal. Now, you know, I said, nobody's talking about him. They're talking about Jack Campbell. So afterwards, there was a guy said, he goes, can I, I, I need your advice. Can I talk to you? And he goes, my son, and I swear to God, he's got a straight face because I was waiting for him to smile at the end. But he goes, my son's known as the best six-year-old in Ontario. What do you think I should do? I was like, I, I don't even know what that means. Stop talking to the people <laughs> you're talking to. I, I, I'm like, I, I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, you know, do you think I should continue to coach him? Should I hire a skills coach? Should I be doing? I was like, I don't know, man. Like he's six. Like these kids are just learning to wipe their ass. Like I, I don't know what. <laughs> like I, I'm, like I, I, I was like dumbfounded because he was dead serious, going like, you know, I, what do I need to do to get him to that? Like, and he was like, in his mind, that kid's going to the NHL. And I always tell people. I, our coaches included who are very intense for my son. I go, do you know who Wes Weber is? And they're like, no. And I go, he was the best six-year-old I ever played against at St. Albert, Alberta. <laughs> and he ended up playing and he's a good guy, a friend of mine to this day. He played for the St. Albert merchants. I think that's a junior B team. Mm-hmm. That was his, but he was the scariest six and seven and eight-year-old I ever played against. Like I had anxiety playing against this guy because he could roof it back then. Like, if, so you, it, like it, it's the type of stuff. So when I say rat, I'm not being disrespectful no, to my either. son. What I'm trying to do is go, I'm just trying to be realistic. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you, look, hockey Canada is like, but it's sorry. I don't want to interrupt you because you're on a roll there, but is it a hockey Canada thing or is it a, is it a hockey thing? Like there's peaks, ebbs and flows all for a while. It was all Swedish defensemen. The Swedish defensemen right. are phenomenal. You got to get a Swedish defenseman. Wow. That's kind of gone quiet. Right. Yeah. And Buffalo. And I think it's regional. I think it really is regional. I think it's been what, 10 years without us developing an elite goaltender. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who actually like though. It's not because we changed. Dude, it, it used anything. to be a torch pass from French Canadian to French Canadian is the best. Well, goalie of all time. Who's we, the French our, Canadian, our best that's... Canadian goalie can't crack the Americans, the Russians, uh, the Swedes right now. I'm right, sorry. My, I, I had that's them... my point. It's regional. When, yeah. when Dominic Hasek was in Buffalo, what the heck do you think the kids wanted to do? Exactly. Yeah, you, okay. you talk about kids in Calgary. There were a ton of goalies when Mika Kiprasov was here. They should put in a vest that be great. Kipper said to me, he goes, if he doesn't show up for his uh, um, jersey thing, I talked to him the other day. He goes, send the guy. Remember, there was a kid that yes, Kipper. (laughs) Send Mini Kipper, and I go, the guy's forty-five years old now, Kipper. (laughs) (laughs) He smokes and drinks like you. We can't find him. Yeah, Uh, but I mean, why? Why were the why were there French Canadian goalies? Because Patrick Waugh came in and then Marty yeah. Brodeur came in and then all the French Canadian kids, well, we're all going to be goalies. I think that uh, that's so why did it stop? That's my, like, well, well there's, no, the, there's no Kipper kids in the NHL. That's my point. Think, They'd be there now. I think it's a cycle and I do think it's regional. You're right. Like, so what if, what if Edmonton stabilizes and Stuart Skinner delivers a cup? He's 24 years old. Like maybe, maybe people get excited about Skinner in that region. Like my whole thing is 
it is a cycle right now. Yeah. Russia, Sweden, Czech, USA, those are four countries and Finland yeah. that are ahead of Canada in yeah. goaltending right We've now. We've never been sixth in goaltending before, right. ever, in never. the history of this country. That's and, and that might be a stretch. There might be Germany might be ahead because of Grubauer and uh there's one other German goalie in the league that I'm missing. Marty but, Gerber's not playing anymore. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Swiss. No, right. But is but, it so, sorry again, something to be said about this too, though, and I think it's true. It's hot. The equip you go watch a six-year-old like you just talked about. How many six-year-olds when Wes Weber was going top shelf? How many other six-year-olds were going top shelf? Zero. Zero back then. They all you are watch crazy. six. You go watch a six, seven, eight-year-old team, they're fucking roofing it left and insane. right. Like they're insane. hitting they're hitting this target. They're doing I the know. Michigan. Picking quarters yeah. short side <laughs> below the grease. Like it's unbelievable. There was a kid the other day I was at, you know, Vaughn hockey. My kid was in a camp just for his team. They were put in. There was a six-year-old that was doing the 10 and two. So that the skates like this, mm -hmm. he's curling, dragging it and doing the 10 and two and then little swirl around. And then underneath the bar, I'm like, who the hell is that? Zegris, right? And, and I didn't see that in the no, NHL. I played it 10 years before but, anyone did it. But you know what though? Like I, I often wonder. Those kids can be so skilled. What happens when they get a little tap on the laces? They like, shit their you know, pants and, and, and you got piss. They have to go clean themselves. That's right. Because like, that's the one thing we were, we were talking about. Like that, that trade last night just came from nowhere. That that's drive. Because like, yeah. I'd like, what happened? Cause I didn't see the, the Philly stuff. I didn't see like Briere talking that. Cause I was out for dinner. I just saw this. I get this email going, Jamie drives. I'm like, is that a joke? Like that kid is stud. Yeah. He's a stud and he's 21. So then I, you know, you start to figure out, but I, you know, there's a backstory. The kid doesn't want to go to Philly, all of that. And I'm like, it's weird. Like the rumblings are what, like Kevin Hayes told the kid or like the, the kid grew up in Pittsburgh or whatever and hates the Phillies I'm, or hates the Flyers. I'm like, that's so weird. Like this kid doesn't want to play for the Philadelphia Flyers. Like all it brought up was like Eric Lindros. That's the only thing I can think. When's the last time a kid Made oh, Fox, I guess it'd be Adam Fox here that's, in Calgary, yeah, right? right in the scar tissue here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. A third rounder and much later into college, I believe, than where Gochi is at. This kid's like a fifth overall, and yeah. it seems like he's going to be a player. But I don't know. I watched that well, Anaheim play the other day. That Zegris, like, these guys that are so skilled, they're, they're hockey school skilled. But, like, they still have to learn to play the game. Like, I, 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 still, I still think he's got miles to be an elite player, where he's, I think he's a really skilled and charismatic. I think he's good for the league, all of that type of stuff. I'm not taking a shot at him, but watching his just overall game, I was like, man, he's got a lot to, there's he's, a lot to learn there. I bet Zegers isn't a duck long-term. That doesn't seem like Pat Verbeek's guy. I, I don't disagree with you. And I think it's you, a, you talk to people around that and it's like, yeah, that's coming to a head. Yeah. Well, that's why it didn't surprise me. It was Drysdale. If, I, I thought maybe it would be Zegers. Yeah. You it know? can come no. to a head because the Ducks have enough talent that they can. Do you know what I mean? If it, yeah. If you're the Calgary Flames and you have Zegras, you're hanging on to him with both right. hands and dear light. You don't right? have McTavish like and Leo Carlson. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, there's a different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You you can only let that go if you've got depth at that yeah. type Agreed. of player. Right? Agreed. So if I may, like we, yeah. we kind of got off the goalies in the Canada thing. Like all the kids six in every country can rifle it. Yeah. All the kids have expensive equipment everywhere in the world for goalies. Yeah. Why? I have a theory. Dean hates it, but I want you to hear it. Uh, I think when you go to 60 junior teams and you talk about 
your best goalies in the country and what their practice looks like. And you compare that to the U S national development program where every single day they've got the best 17 skaters in the entire country shooting on them. I know which environment I think goalies would get better in. And I know that a 17 year old in Russia is going to play in the K or the the league. right below. All the kids can shoot. Just, yeah, no, I, I think the kids on the U S national development team program are better than the third liners on the medicine at tigers is my point. I think what we're seeing and you're saying it's regional. I'm so saying, it's yeah, the but quality the rules- of shot that goalies are facing in practice. Can I finish or, or are you going to just jump on me here? Oh, I just want to finish. I know. I hate so, it when guys jump on you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's the uh, worst. Right. <laughs> so, but, I, but to clarify that's, but that's kind of, I'm not, I'm not being critical, honestly. So it's like the repeated quality of shooter in practice they're playing against better players every day. Of course they're better. Well, and, and that's easy, right? Like if I play okay. junior B or I played major junior, junior a, like the call, the quality competition I play every single day for a year matters, especially when I'm between the, 16 and 20. If I, the I, difference in quality is enough. And it is because the U S national development team program will produce 10 to 15 draft picks and the medicine to had tigers might have two. Well, you're right on a lot of different fronts. I I'm going even on the bigger level too. USA hockey, a lot of these now other countries are putting the resources and their money into player development, like where it's focused where right now, I don't know. Again, maybe this is an ignorant comment. Every time I hear about hockey Canada, it's like the off ice stuff. It's the, Hey, you got to shower with your underwear. I don't even know what that <laughs> rule is. Have you heard this one? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. It's, shower. It, there's, it's, it's simplified and it's, very it's, not crazy. In Calgary, but it's, but it's, yeah, it was Nova Scotia went nuts, but it's, it's, it's gone. Like there's these rules and, and you got to have the board and you got, and I know there's been problems. I understand that they're trying to clean it up. I don't hear all of that. Like all I hear from out of USA program is like, they're trying to make the, the, the 20 best players, yeah. the hundred best players. Like there's no noise where it's, I feel like hockey Canada has this dark cloud over it what? as opposed to like just developing top tier talent at every position because I, you know, I'm pretty dialed up in the goaltender world. I don't know who these guys are working with to the, your point, Phil O'Sayer. I know USA hockey. He's the head of mm-hmm. like, he's literally working with the best, the top goaltenders and they're getting the best attention year yeah, round. It's not a three week summer camp. Exactly. It's his fucking full-time job. It, it is. And that's, that's my thing is the resources are being put into it and the money's being put into it. And I think they've bridged the gap on Canada. It's not and bridged. I, they, they, like they passed, so Hellebuck, Demko, all three of those guys are worlds better than the best Canadian goalie of the last 10 years. Like you, yeah. you got to find a young flurry or a Luongo to get back to a good Canadian goalie. Yep. I would argue though, if Buffalo turns the corner and Levi stabilizes, maybe that's your case. He's a prospect. I, you're I, right. I'm sorry. Like, no, I, you're right. At 21, he is. Prospects though. Like, Hart was supposed to be great five yeah. years ago. Like, he's but still not there. He, but he's good now. He's like, good, I think he's but we're not player. great. Like, yeah, you're right. It's not, He can't but make what the if, American team. But what, if Philly, but what if Philly was like Vancouver right now? Like, what if they were a top-tier team and Hart was part of I that? I take Demko investment? over him all day. I agree. So I that's wouldn't. the point. But but I, I think there's a chance where your environment, like, if you play for a top-tier team, you get viewed as a top-tier player. So I, I think there is still hope for some Canadian guys, but you're right. They're they're miles behind, and that's Thank disappointing. You. Yeah. Well, uh it's a lot of it has to do with coaching too, noodles. And I yeah. don't know why uh, you, you go to, you know, you mentioned Buffalo and, and, and Devin Levi, there's a, there's a coach in Buffalo 
who's really at the at the youth level, who's really trying to turn things around. His name's Rhett Warner. He's oh, coaching yeah. uh, a U15, U14, U15, Triple A team, the, the Junior Sabres. They were at a tournament this weekend. You talk about Zegras having to learn to play through a bit of contact and that. This is this is from the weekend. This is Rhett Warner's team at an invitational tournament, the Silver uh -oh. Stick in Ontario. <laughs> Kids got to learn early, Jamie. So Rhett's team is the Buffalo? That's correct. The That's correct, yeah. yeah. Colors, and it looks like they really enjoyed themselves, <laughs> throwing their arms in the air. And, <laughs> now, and this is a Canadian team. Now, were any parents crawl the glass or anything like that? Or was there... <laughs> You know, was there some well, man conversations Rhett, in the parking lot? <laughs> yeah, I asked if Rhett cut his fingers scaling the glass to get at the other coach or how that worked. But uh, uh, how did was, how did this all go down, Rhett? The, it came kind of. I mean, it was it came out of nowhere. We we uh, we won a draw. We had a shot on net. We, we rerun went wide, and our guy drilled a guy maybe from behind or just a little bit questionable. No call yeah. was no penalty. Their team did appreciate it. And we're not going to take no guff. We're just not going to do it. You stand up for us. yourself. I don't yeah. mind that. We're not going to yeah. take it. Oh, no. So, so we're not going to take it. Now, did were there penalties leaving? Like, was the coach thrown out? Was the coach uh, fine? I was the not team asked, in trouble? I was not asked to leave this game, but I've been uh, told I can't attend the next, mm. along with the five kids on the ice. So you're not allowed to attend the next game, and he five guys suspended. were... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that happens. So the and the tournament director, Rhett, what feedback did he have for you again? Yeah, funny. afterwards we were trying to be coy about it. Say, well, maybe some of the kids didn't fight. Maybe it was just a 10. And he told me that this is the most disgusting thing he's ever seen and it's shameful. <laughs> and then I told him to go F his hat. Well, there I you go. Like... That finished it. That's the cherry on top. Yeah. The minute you go back to the Western League comeback, mm -hmm. you know, everything is go F yourself. Mm -hmm. Like no matter yeah. what, you could be in, the, you could burn somebody's house down. They get mad at you. You give them the Western League comeback. Well, F you. That's, that's, that ends all conversations. Like I, I don't know. I, that's that is like literally we call it the O'Doyle wave where you give out the middle finger like <laughs> yeah. it's just it is what it is. So you had the Western League comeback yes. at the end. That was the cherry on top, and that's what got you the the coupon to stay home next game well, or yeah. a couple. How many how many games did you get to? Stay no, home? I think it's it's just it's just one. I think, but yeah, it's now and that wasn't reputation. the reason why. That wasn't the reason why. That was that was with the tournament director. I just, oh, okay. I didn't feel the need mm -hmm. to be preached at noodles. Yeah. You know, well, like, that's true. You don't need, you don't need. It's a shame. He missed the, the nineties and two thousands. Yeah. And usually back then, usually Rhett's really receptive to people giving him feedback like that. Yeah, that is so, true. I mean, yeah. you know, there's, there's a farmer that lives in Viking who gives the, the type of feedback that, <laughs> you know, and the, and the answers that you, you know, you give back to, but it's, I don't know. You, you get frustrated and it's not even an ego thing where you get, I don't like being preached at too. You get these, what is it nowadays? They call them Karens, a male Karen or a women mm. Karen. Like everybody's got it. I need to tell you what I think. No, you don't. Like just, you know, you live your life. I'm going to live my life. Like that's in this context, this guy probably wanted to read you the riot act. And you're like, I'm not hearing it. Take a lap. I'll take exactly my. Exactly uh, what it was. Yeah. And it I like, it wasn't just F you. It was F your hat. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> It was specific. It was. Yeah. Shitty like hat this, on. And go do yeah. it to your I don't have fun here. This is going to be your hat. <laughs> yeah. I'm going right, to take Jamie. this behind the counter and do this to your yeah. hat. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming in. We got to get you the morning skate. It's a game yes. day. 
And Will you maybe, which one can I take? There's flats just on the table oh, okay. over there. I'm going to leave this, yeah. but I'm taking I'm taking some of your stock here. Now, I can't get it on the plane because I've got a carry-on. So that means I'm going to drink it in the next 24 hours. Well, Pinder might on. have a bit of a connection, potentially. Yeah, I, I, I've told you guys this. I'm happy to like. This is an organic thing for me. Like, I'm glad that they're involved, but like, I'm still paying for mine at Costco. I don't want anything free. If you'd like that to stop, you just let me know. I just, I, <laughs> I, I like it that much. That's what it is. Like, I'm not being, they might like you that much. He's not complaining about noodles. Yeah. Is not complaining about the price of Cove. It's the tape that's getting them. We're going to tape. Yeah. Like, I, you know, but yes. I, I'm, I don't like free stuff because then you feel like, okay, hey, yes. Think about it as the guy start sharpening your skates. That's all it is. Okay. It's it. You don't throw a pain anymore. I love them. I love it. Cove, there it is. And this flavor, too. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. Yeah, Good I talking you to you. Too. We appreciate you. We'll take a quick break. Get Jamie out of here. Back with more in two minutes. He's a sweet boy. Jamie McLennan in studio on the TELUS Insider Hotline. Courtesy of TELUS, obviously, enter to win one of six monthly prizes, including tickets to Calgary hockey games, awesome tech like AirPods, Apple Watches, and more. No purchase necessary. All you have to do is fill out a quick survey to enter for your chance to win. Go online, telus.com slash flames contest. Fellas, how we doing? He's always great, man. That guy can tell stories great. all day. Yeah, he's always great. And... I mean, he works so hard at what he's doing now, too, right? He's traveling all over the place. He's talking yeah. to people. Um, it's I'm, a big I'm show he's on there. I don't know that in Western Canada people realize how big that show is. Yeah, it's, it's a probably big one. the most listened to sports radio broadcast in the country by a significant margin. Yeah, the uh, and I think even before, I'm trying to, remember, I'm thinking timeline because it was a midday show, wasn't it? And then they moved it to afternoons. Price. Yeah, and then Bob McCowan was either asked to leave or left uh, the fans I was the competition 90. because yeah. he's a he's a TSN Bob was across the street at yeah. uh, 590 and then I but I was like I was saying I think they were starting to really make inroads even before yeah. Bob left and then when McCowan was gone it was kind yeah, of not to open. get too nerdy but they they had some presence outside of the market and had a lot of downloads at other places I don't know that Bob was necessarily the same although he was on TV for a while but you could see it, the, the tide was turning you could see it oh dog He's a beauty. He is a beauty. Uh, well, there you go. So the Senators and the Flames tonight, it's just the Senators are surly. How about that? Last they should place. be so much better, man. You look at this roster, you're like, how is this team so bad? And I understand they've got like five games in hand on the Flames, for example, but they, they, should, they should be better. You bring right? in Giroux and Tarasenko on top of all those young pieces we talked about. Like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And as he had said, Stutzler's having a fine season. And I don't know if, uh, I mean, we, we know that Matthew has more of the offensive upside than, than Brady. Brady's Grace, the captain. Awesome. It's not a terrible year, but he's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Right? It just, it's, I would still take that because people say, oh, careful what you wish for. You get a rebuild and look what Ottawa's happening or what's happening in Ottawa. I think I'd still take what's happening in Ottawa. I'd be okay watching some young guys and then yeah, kind of the shrugging your shoulders, yeah. wondering why it's not working as opposed to trotting out old but, goats and knowing why it's not working. Brady's 24. Like you're, you're in peak point production age right now. Um, it, it, they, they should be better. I get that it, they're young, but 
Like Sanderson's young. The rest of these guys are on second contracts. Like they, they should be going. It feels like it's going to work though. Does it I not? Think, I think it, I think it is going to work. I yep. think they've got and, good people there. I think the owner's good. Steos is good. Yeah. I don't know Dave Poulin, but lots of great talk or around yeah, yeah. or about him. You know, when you hear people mention his name and I just can't help, but look at that talent pool that they have and go, this yeah. looks like, and I, and I actually do believe, I think they'd be best to F up this season. Now there's yeah. no sense going on a hot streak and getting the 15th pick. Totally. Yeah. And it was such a cultural disaster too. like Mel yes. passing away. No one wanted to say it, but you're like, didn't, well, at least it won't be as much of a shit show around there. And his daughters came in and immediately you could see things got straightened out. But Dorian was a part of that. DJ Smith, five years. Like, you got to do something. Of course. The, and yeah. the rep was that he was a great motivator, but not a great tactical guy when he left Toronto as an assistant there. Like, I, there's a lot of culture stuff that's been cleaned up, but there's got to be also a lot of frustration because expectations were rightfully high there. I, just, I hate their goalies. Like, I'm sorry. You had Gustafson and gave him away. And that's the best of anyone they've seen in the last three, four, five years. Well, Even Talbot's had a great year. The guys that made those decisions though are different people. Yeah. It is it is what it is. And you know, wasn't it between two ferns with Borowitschke or whatever? Like yeah, Borowitschke, yeah. Mm -hmm. Gross. <laughs> you think back to that, oh. like really? That's not that long ago. Pierre no. Dorian makes hockey decisions. The rebuild is over. You know, Melnick was just a PR nightmare. He was talking about moving the team when they hosted the outdoor game. Like, it was like, what is going on here? I looked this morning and it's, I mean, they're slowly getting out of the dysfunction, but they still owe a first round or they're going to sacrifice a first round pick for that Evgeny Dadanov trade with Vegas. Remember they had the no trade list and, and whatever. They're going to lose a first rounder in Jeez. 24, 25 or 26. Not don't do it in 24. I would think based on how yeah. this year is going, you're going to want to keep that first rounder. So but yeah, they couldn't get out of their own way. The the cab ride. The cab ride, yeah. Where the Uber driver videoed Matt Duchesne cutting down, I mean, front office people going rogue and doing. You know it's a shit show and they don't want to involve guys like Daniel Al Alfredson. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Right? I agree with that hundred percent. And uh, even like, it was like Melnick owes a half million bucks to some yacht owner in the Bahamas. You're like, what is going, this is a circus. Like yeah, what the fuck? It, and I, and a lot of people talk about Brian Murray kind of was the guy that kept it together yes. there. And then mm -hmm. once he passed, it kind of mm -hmm. went south. So anyway. Yeah. Well, we've never talked more Ottawa senators. It's a lot. Show. Oof. Name that Senator. Something like that. Meanwhile, the Flames uh, coming back after the road trip. First game back. Didn't practice or skate yesterday. They've lost a couple in a row. What are you? Uh, what are we thinking for tonight? Knowing that they're Probably. going back on the road, this feels like a game that if if they just kind of you know mentally skated through that game in Chicago, I wonder what this one's going to be like tonight. Yeah, come home, do laundry, hit the road again. Right. This mm -hmm. is a tight turn. One game homestand, but. You probably get Gilbert back, I'd think, given that they sent Kuznetsov back down. I like him more than the Austerly D. Simone thing. Uh, so that would be, if it does happen, good. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, you'd understand this is a tough one to play. They've got more skill on the other side. You've got the better goalie. Markstrom's named as the starter. We'll see where the chips fall. I would be concerned the, of the focus. Yeah. That's not an easy be gone. Come home, 
play a game and plan to leave the next day. That's typically not ideal. And it's it's just a short little trip, but to your point, you were just on the road, and now you're back into that because it's you're in Phoenix on Thursday, Vegas on Saturday, and then back home. It's yeah, I I don't like the way it it shapes yeah. up. But to your point, Ryan, I think at the end of the night, it might be is is Markstrom going to be good enough? Yeah. And if he is, then that might be uh, the tipping point. Not sure why it's gone the way it has in Ottawa. They are practicing sure. here tomorrow, so they'll practice then fly to. Arizona. I was wondering if they'd go after tonight's game, but yeah, it's it's a lot of road hockey. They basically left after the New Year's Eve game, and they'll be back for one game, and it'll be halfway through the month. That's it. How many games have they played now? Are this we at the halfway? Mid- this is forty-one. After tonight, yeah. you're halfway there. Hmm. So, uh, what are what is our halfway point observations or report card or how do we feel about this team a plus for huska i think a plus for markstrom i would give a plus for coleman a plus for coleman a minus for cadre sure a plus for zary yeah yeah a plus for zary i think the decor in general especially losing a top six guy has played pretty well i'd give them these for your B, B plus. Yeah, for your Uyghur, Anderson, Hannafin. Tanev, it's, he's still going, but you can see the age a bit. I, overall, they've, it's, it's, you know what, though? It also goes to expectations, and they gave us such a shitty start that we yeah. expected nothing from them. Now you give them a passing grade at their, what are they, 500? Under. Like, yeah. Yeah, but right around 500. Under, like the, yeah. You're, you're almost like, yeah, they're playing pretty good. Well, that, it's not a positive, right? Like that's, yeah, yeah. that should be considered a negative indictment of the team. They yeah, should... they to get back to five hundred was a bit of a feat given the hole they put themselves in. But you're right, the record on the whole is is they're losing more than they win by a considerable margin. Like they've they've won seventeen out of forty games. And if you would have said at the start of the year, I wonder what Zary's report card will be at the halfway point. You'd be like, oh, I'm the, I don't watch the Wranglers a ton for the Wranglers. Uh, I don't, uh, are, are we talking about the big club? So that's obviously been, uh, yeah. been a plus for him. Well, and we talked about the success stories. I mean, it's been a really disappointing UFA year for Elias Lindholm. That's, that's unavoidable. Um, not that he hasn't been serviceable and good, but he hasn't been great. And this is a year as a player, as the agent, as the team trying to sell him. it'd be a good year to have a great year. This is certainly not that, uh, Jonathan Huberto. I think, uh, if we thought last year was rock bottom, this year has redefined what that could be in some ways. You know, well, Dylan Dubé's had the toughest year of his career by a mile, in my yeah. opinion. Adam Rzichka, it feels like it's the end of the line for him uh, pretty soon here as an NHLer. Manjapani has not made a step forward. Uh, I, I, it's There's been lots of guys that haven't had great years, too. And you've absolutely wasted Markstrom. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think he was part of the solution in those first 10 games, but he's been arguably their best player since. Him and Zary and You've Kadri. got a goalie that's in Vesna conversation. You, yeah. Yep. should be in a better position position like totally yeah. yeah you you switch goaltending with ottawa i think the standings look a whole lot different for both these teams it's crazy right i mean it's uh it's hard to wrap your head around uh so there you see that's what we're looking at for of tonight. note uh, dylan dubey yeah you don't see him there uh doer Greer and Ruzicka on that uh, on that fourth line. The rest remains the same. And to your point, Dylan Dubé will be uh, a spectator. That's a hoof. 
it's at the same time, it could probably could have happened long ago. That's finally happening. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. So, and, uh, Kuznetsov's in there. So they, they must've just papered him down to the A for the off day to save a little cap space and they bring him back up. That's interesting. Well, yeah. I was going to, if Gilbert's back, it'd be a major dodge of a bullet because he sure looked like he was in a bad way, not to laugh about it, but he, I mean, he was out cold almost. So yeah, he was, he was on the, the trip to the, the yeah. statue in Philly the next day it was the only thing that sort of changed my thought on it. Like if he's in a bad way, he's not going to see the sites in Philly the next day. Is he? No one should be going to see the sites in Philly anyway. Let's be honest. That's what Cutter Goche said. Yeah. That was quite something. Hey, I, I, that, that is a blockbuster on a lot of levels. If there's a Canadian team involved here, I think that's way bigger news today. Huge. Yes. Cause these are both guys that were selected in the top five of the respective draft class. Both guys are kind of expected to be star to superstar caliber players, both expected to be franchise pillars. And those trades don't happen. Would you say good job by Briere? I would. Yeah. And like, here's the thing. They kept it quiet that, that he wasn't talking to them. It wasn't quiet yesterday when they made the trade. They were, they made it very clear. This guy was being a prick and that's, uh, I, I, it, it fits Philly. Like if there's one game I can go see in the NHL next year, I want to see Anaheim and Philly because I was just that scene say, would be unbelievable. Cutter Goche better not be playing in Philly anytime soon. Like next year, that's probably what's got to happen. I'd night think. off, son. Sorry. <laughs> so do you? Pat Verbeek's not giving him a night off. He wants to see what he's made of, right? So are you are you kind of criticizing Philly's handling of it? Or No, no. I just I'm, thought like it was good. so quiet. I guess they're going to be asked, why would you trade a fifth yeah. overall? But it was like he got aerated pretty good in Philly. Al Morganti was on the intermission last night and was like, that's something not to give. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I know the the media would crush him for sure. But I thought that well, the media Breer, didn't know about it right you know, until the, the Philly said it. That's my yeah. Because Briere made the point. We knew he didn't want. He, he was going to be a flyer. He wanted to be a flyer, and then he didn't want to be a flyer. We mm -hmm. tried to keep it quiet because if he changed his mind and then did want to be a flyer, it was going to be hard for him to maybe put the jersey back on after he had said, "I don't want to be in Philadelphia. I don't want to be a part of this team." It might be hard for him. So, to I, I don't know what happened. Something's up, right? <laughs> That's. Yeah, and that's, that's weird for an American. Like, I, I get it if it's like you get a Western Canadian boy that doesn't want to go to Carolina or Columbus, where no, it, it's on, like Adam really? Fox is a Rangers fan yeah, and yeah. he wants to go play there. But it's not like Cutter Goche like grew up in Orange County. I don't believe. Like, this is it's very odd to see. Like, he's a Pittsburgh guy. It, some of the stuff from his draft where they put you through the car wash right after is pretty funny. It's like, what do you like about the the Flyers? Like. Those orange jerseys. Who's your favorite player? Sidney Crosby. You're like, oh, <laughs> it's, he hates the Flyers. But I, I mean, gosh, it'd be like a Calgary kid getting drafted to Edmonton or vice versa. You get over that pretty quick when that's Where's your team. the contract? Where's my jersey? Let's go. Yeah, I uh, has some leverage. That's that's the thing, right? It's and I maybe the kid has good reason for it, and he's going to be judged by this. And maybe something went went wrong, but. Um, there are, we've talked about this before, right? That you just, well, you'd never see it where kids just give me the Jersey. I'm happy to play. Yeah. This is quite a line in the sand to draw by a young player. Yeah. And I think if it is different than Fox because Fox was such a project later pick. And by the time sure, you're talking yeah. with him, he's almost at the end of college. This is a top five pick. This is wild. Yeah. To, and it's to, not an undesirable, like 
clearly it's not desirable no, yeah. for Boche, but Philly is not re- like yeah. most hockey people would be like, I'd love to throw a Flyers jersey. Yes. Like, F yeah. Like that's a market that cares in, about hockey a lot. That's a weird place to say no to. Like I understand the Linderos to Quebec thing. There's another language. It's another culture. It's still a dick move, but an American saying no to Philly is really odd. It is odd. And uh, it, now, is it true? Because I just I kind of skimmed through the stuff last night because it was just yeah. coming in that Briere and Jones flew to Sweden to talk to the kid and the kid wouldn't meet them. World so Juniors. They, they, they flew they, to Sweden. Obviously, like, he had to cover the juniors, but he wouldn't yeah. even. No. And they they apparently were on to the like, something's a little wrong here. Like, we got to sit down with this kid and see where he's at. He wouldn't yeah. even meet with them. And so that's where Morganti was torching him. Like, you won't even give Danny Briere and yeah, yeah. Keith Jones the time of day to talk. Yeah, that's like, you don't have to sign here, but not yeah. to meet with like Hall of Fame caliber yeah. players and humans. Like, that's that's yeah. the real step out. That would be my take on things. It's fine to have an opinion on where you want to go, and it's hard when you don't own your rights, really. You can try and mm-hmm. play your cards. It's odd that you don't want to go to Philly, but fine, if that's your thing. To be an asshole about it? Yeah. Well, who the do you think you are, kid? Like, Yeah. And he's good. But you he's can not meet, Lindros. and you can say no, and you can say, I don't want to play here, but you don't give the bird to these guys. Like, mm-hmm. who the do you think you are? The only thing that would be better is if he went to – like Pittsburgh Rangers or, or Pittsburgh, but a team oh, that you're going to, they're going to see more often or as a bigger market, that sort of thing. Yeah. They'll, they'll play the docs once a year or twice a year. And then it'll be uh, all about nothing. But you uh, guys remember Tim Erickson here. Oh yeah. That's another one. No one talked about it. Cause he just ended up playing in Hartford forever. Like he was an AHL but that one could have stung. That's the first round of the flames. Couldn't sign. And I think that was right. The Horak more deal. Importantly, yeah. why did you pick him at that spot? Yeah, I mean, he was right. Like I, a top five pick, you're going to do a, here would be my criticism. And I don't know if it matters, but my criticism of Briere would be picking him. If you've not figured out that he doesn't want to be a flyer by that point, you've dropped the ball in that instance. Yeah, Yeah. And they said he wanted to, but it's like dig harder. He's a Pittsburgh kid. Get to the bottom of this. Like they're saying the right thing and there's, you know, get, try it's to hard get to know, though, right? Yeah, for it, sure it is. If the kid tells you, I'd, I'd love to be a flyer. You, yeah. And to be not. fair, after two seasons, Adam Fox said he was keen to come to Calgary, yeah. and then everything That's changed. a fifth overall pick, too, right? Are you going to yeah. get too cute? I'm not sure I liked his tone. Let's pass on this guy. Um, but you're right. It's That's a that's a top, top draft that's, pick. And- that's why I think Briere did all right there with the trade, because mm-hmm. I think this Drysdale's a bit of a stud himself. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Big time. And has had tough go with injuries of late. He had a tough negotiation with Verbeek last year because he because of his games played, he, he had no sort of case. And Verbeek's playing hardball, and I get it. Like, you're not contending. If you need to keep one of these guys at UFA and they've got the leverage, sure, let them use it. But right now, find the guys you want, play hardball, get them on good deals. And if you, when you're close to a cup, sure, we'll overpay if we have to. But like Drysdale's a hell of a player. And they get the second if it's the Ducks. And I, I haven't seen that if it is or isn't. If it's the Ducks second, like that, call it a first. <laughs> They're picking top three, right? And the kid's name's Cutter, you know? Denny's boy. Cutter Goche, Denny's kid. Not sure that's accurate. It's Denny. In Pittsburgh. Google it. Right. Uh, this is a good play. I, why don't we just get right to the Pinder report? We've taken some of the shine off of the Cutter Goche story, but uh, maybe right. it's in there. Time for the Pinder report. A presentation of Village Honda. Oh, hey, have the temperatures gotten a little chilly? Oh, mm-hmm. maybe just maybe. That vehicle that you're that you're driving around feels a little bit less reliable. You're a little bit more worried about being left on the side of the road. Maybe it's time to step up. Maybe it's time for an upgrade. Where else but Village Honda? New in-stock inventory arriving on the ground daily, plus their huge selection of used, all makes, all models, all budgets. 70 units on site, 400 more inside the dealership group. Make Village Honda your dealership for life. Village Honda in the Northwest Auto Mall presents the Pinder Report. Fellas, Flames and Sens tonight. We've talked a lot about that. Let's quickly look at some of the news around the Flames as uh, Jacob Pelche and the Rune Dog taken off IR yesterday. Huh. Okay, so Rooney, they put on waivers, probably going to clear and go down to the A today. You want him to play a bit. There'll be a little bit of a cap hit with him being healthy, but he's out of LTIR. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Daryl Sutter did not want to see Kevin Rooney in the NHL. We'll see if... Uh, it, it, he looks like De Simone, a guy that you probably could have used last year if you knew what he was. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll find out. It, it was a weird signing at the time, Dean. But there 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 may be a fourth line center there, especially if you're moving out Lindholm. I don't know that Ruzicka has been undeniable. Mm-hmm. You're already short on centers. Maybe there is some Rooney ice between now and the end of the year with the Flames. It was yeah. It was a weird ad. He was a day one, hour two or three UFA ad by Treliving. It's like who is a Ranger said it's. It's kind of a lot of money for a fourth line guy. This guy must be really good. And then he wasn't really good or very good. And then, uh, and then got injured. So I, I would think for him, he'd love to get a crack at it. Right. If you, you we talked about Pacioretty yesterday, you battle back and you rehab from an injury. Just give me a chance. It's all he wants. So maybe he gets in. We'll see. Uh, also Jacob Pelche will head to the American league. The uh, logistics on Pelche, not as complicated. He does not need waivers. Uh, pretty damn good when we last checked in last year before he came up. So I think it's about get to game pace, get your cardio back. And then, you know, with him and Coronado knocking at the door, want to shed a forward or two. I wouldn't be against that, you know? And we liked him even at the NHL level. Yes. Oddly, he was a guy that seemed to have a little bit of, 
I don't know if we want to call it chemistry, but there is a bit of a, you know, kinship between he and Huberto. Maybe it's because they're, you know, French Canadian, whatever it is. But I, I look forward to seeing him on the ice at the NHL level to see if he's another one. If you got Zeri, Pospisil, Coronado, and if this guy can come in, mm-hmm. play the kids. Let's go. So a shitty. Like that was a serious injury too. Yeah. You knew as soon as he went down, the way his arm was hanging, no good. So yeah. happy for the kid. Surgery in October, November, December. Like we're, yeah, it's four months. That's not nothing. Yeah. Uh, look at the inverse standings, fellas. Big one tonight. Top of the table clash here. <laughs> things around. Uh, Minnesota, get your shit together. Get, get the hell out of here. And the Sens with five games in hand are way back yeah. in points, but not oh, that far back by points percentage. Uh, well, even Buffalo, you know, go talk yeah. to the guys there, Rhett. Go have a chat with the Sabres. Talk. Get in there. Well, they're doing their best to F things up here in Buffalo for sure. Yeah, we need them winning, though. We need the Flames Yeah, we want them to get them some there. wins here. You see what we're doing here, Rhett? I know, but they're what their approach is the same. I think they're mm. recognizing that maybe they're oh, not no. that good, so they're going to try to go south as well. Mm. Uh, Ottawa looks like this. We talked about all the young skill. There's lots of it. Stutzla on the second line with Giroux. Chuck on the top line with Josh Norris. What's that Tarasenko. fancy symbol? What's a fancy symbol with Joseph? Uh, he's a game time decision tonight. Uh, poisonous. Joseph. Do not do not swallow. Uh, that's not a that, that's not a last place hockey team. No, God, no. And they're not last. They, uh, you know, points percent. They, they they were over in Sweden. They're way behind in games played. They're last in the East. They're third or fourth in the bottom. But twenty ninth points percentage. Yeah. So third from the bottom. Yeah. Fourth from the bottom. Uh, Chabot Zub. Pickren, Sanderson. Brandstrom was supposed to be a big piece in the stone deal. Yeah. Third pair. Even, But you look at that defense and go, that's... I wonder if Thomas Shabbat isn't the modern-day Derek Morris, where when your team's really bad and he comes in and he can do a lot of things, you love him, but it's like he ain't a one. He's injured. He was injured, too. Got it hurt. Sanderson already is being spoken of in a different light. Well, you can have a one to six... Right, like yeah. Shabbat doesn't have to be better, right? Like, no, it's yeah, still be really good. I just think the way people are talking about him was like he's going to be an all star. The Norris is, it's like, oh, maybe he's just a solid Hannafin type guy. I don't know. He's better. Why do you hate Derek Morris? Love Derek Morris, so good, young gun. Clearly, oh, he was going to win gun. a bunch of Norrises. Norris, yep. Morris for Norris. Wasn't mm-hmm. that the is that the sign you made? Had it on your window. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Still have it. Haven't taken it down. Uh, good luck this it. year. Big swap. We talked about it. Goche for Drysdale in a second. <laughs> High picks. Young players. Potential stars on both sides of this one. And an extra second rounder goes to Philly. Uh, Drysdale a little bit older. Struggled with injury. I think he was a half point per game player as a 19-year-old in this league as a defenseman. Hey, That's Cutter, wild. why do you hate Philly? That's a better question. Hates Philly. Hates hates cheesesteak. Hates uh, he hates Jalen Hurts. Hates the Rocky movies. You know what it yeah. was? It was the Eagles. He was like, I'm not going there. The Eagles they, can't they do it. Play this way. Look at this loser city. No, no won't do it. Yeah. Hmm. And Frank Crazy. Sarah Valley. Yeah, you know I hate wanted? Frank Sarah Valley. Yeah. Can't you know stand what? boxing movies. You know who he'd like though. I'm sure he's gonna. He really, it was tough to do this, given how much he would love Torts. I bet Torts would love this guy's program. Let's I wonder. 
I mean, is that part of it? Cutter didn't want to play here in Philadelphia and didn't want to play for the Flyers. What's your reaction to that? Then we don't want you. I believe you met Cutter Gauthier before. Were you surprised that he... I don't know Cutter from a hole in a wall. You know, so, and I'm not too interested in talking about him. I'd rather talk about Jamie. He's the guy that's coming here. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually surprised Torch didn't have more to say, but I, I get his oh, point. I just wish it was yeah. more of that Belichick press conference where like five or six other reporters keep trying to get him to talk about Goche. That would have been better. When's the last time we've seen it? Because he's mellowing it as he gets older. Hey, we haven't really seen a good Torch explosion. I know. I think he's, the team's playing well enough. And yeah. They're outplaying expectations. So the, the media is not kind of on him. So he's. We need Mount Torts to erupt at some point. Yeah. Give us some yeah. goods. Well, if they it's fall out of a playoff spot, which I think is probably inevitable more than unlikely, um, yeah, man, this will heat up. And they got some UFAs to decide on. That's interesting. Because there was some of that, uh, of course, the innuendo on, online last night. One of the, uh, it was Anthony Sanfilippo of mm. the uh, Flyer Media said, you know what? I mean, Kevin Hayes. Has his fingerprints are all over this, oh. suggesting that Kevin Hayes, who of course was in Philly, healthy, scratched by torts, leaves, and he's now in St. Louis Blue, that he was in this kid's ear saying, You don't want to be in Philadelphia, fly, you don't want any part of this. So mm. there's a lot of whew, it's a crime novel being written right now with everything going on between Cutter and the Flyers. Maybe, uh, maybe he said, You don't want to play for this Tortorella guy, he's uh, he's no good. We leave Thursday morning for Phoenix. I'm wondering if our next year's trip isn't Flyers Ducks. Because think about the verbal assault he'll take. Like in Calgary for Adam Fox's games, he still, years later, gets booed on every single puck touch. And I was there the first time he came back. It was insane. And it was like... I I suggest Cutter does not go to Philly to, ever. Just avoid. I get your recommendation. Never I'm not joking. Those fans She's going. don't f around. Those yeah. fans, the, the fans in Calgary will boo the. Odd That's time. what I mean. It's like next level in Philly. Like a cutter's like day to day. Armed, if well, he just played Flames fan. Yeah, he just played two nights ago. Yeah, he's day to day. Hurt Philly flu. Yeah, the Broadway flu. Uh, elsewhere Canucks, they're good this year, fellas. I don't know if you saw last year versus this year. Um, they've already beaten last year's Ooh, regulation win total. That's how you do it. They're not at the midpoint yet. Uh, that's it. good. Stock it. Is it done? Is that uh, coach of the year? I mean, Rick Bonus should be there. Lobby yeah. a lot if the Rangers win. There's, there's some company, but it's tough to go against a first year guy with low expectations. Like that's that, that graphic there. Uh -huh. That's not over a two or three year. No. 24 wins last year, 25 in 40 this year. That's incredible. That's impressive. You may hate the Canucks, but you don't overhaul your entire roster in an off season. Um, I wonder how, like, how's Boudreaux feel? Or even Minnesota when they turn around. What what is Evanston? These the coaches that leave and yeah. then their teams immediately turn it around. You know, like, like, like it's tough for some of the guys that lay the foundation, Dean, and then the next guy that like comes into the chair gets all the credit and stuff. Yeah. Gabby and I, we went for like a coffee. Hey, it's tough. It's like when your ex, you break up with your chick and that's see her on social media. 
are they in Monaco? Is that a yacht? What the <laughs> god damn shit? I gave her those earrings. I took her to the Chucks. Like what? <laughs> we had good times, didn't we, babe? Calgary Hitman made a big swap. Sean Shigal. He gone. Off to look at this interprovincial. Settle down, Lethbridge. Off to the Hurricanes. Hey, settle down, Lethbridge. Some more picks being added by the Hitman. That's not a bad idea. Second and a third. Okay. Very good. Uh, Wanted to get a little Hitman love in there. Mm -hmm. Buffalo Bills are written off, Rhett, when they, what, fell to 500? And the real fans, the real believers, the real NFL heads knew. Uh, good news for the rest of us, if we don't remember, here are the people that thought they were dead. A nice little reel put together by the Bills. Bills are 10th in the AFC. Jeff Saturday, are they done? They're done. Allen turns the ball over too, entirely too much. We are one. We are one. We are one. Well, their season is obviously over, and it's over for a lot of reasons. Yes, they were on the cover of Madden, and they're going to miss the playoffs. I just kind of feel like They've blown it. It's an accumulation of games blown and opportunities not seized. What are we doing? Week in and week out, Josh Allen has 11 interceptions on the season, leading the league again. You guys so badly wanted to pretend the Bills were some supernova, but they're just a falling star. Oh, and they very well could be with a host of other teams sitting around just like us watching the games come playoff time. That is correct. Hey, people now, you know what, Steen. Now, listen. People think it's easy doing daily sports talk. This is, it's a hard job, people. You have to have an opinion and hot takes. I, you know what? That's unfair what they just did right there. Making people look bad by holding them accountable to things mm -hmm. that they've said. These people have jobs where they have to be on every single day. Lucky for us, we don't have any opinions and we just play it down the middle here. That's right. <laughs> Some egg on Twitter was yelling at me saying, you're the clot, you're Calgary's biggest fence sitter, Pinder. Have an opinion. I thought, the yeah. fuck is going on here? Yeah. Is that my legacy? Are you awake? Say something, you know? This <laughs> Ryan Pinder. I wish you'd care. God, um, own it. The opposite of that hot takery is a very respectful back and forth between Jameis Winston of the New Orleans Saints and a reporter. You want to talk about dumb media questions and disrespect in the media, Rhett? Winston has no time for that. It's all about respect. Let's have a listen. Do you think we, we regret that? Well, you do have to play these guys twice a year. That's all I'm saying. We, we already played them twice. I know, but I'm talking about you know, somebody's got to play these guys twice a year. That's all. How do you feel about it? Tell me how you feel about it. Not good. Why don't you feel good about it? Because you got to play these guys twice a year. But what about it makes you not feel good about it? The head coach tells you to kneel it up. You're asking my opinion? Yes. I think you should have kneeled it up. Okay. Well, I'm just telling you as respectfully as I can. You answer my question as respectfully as you could, and I'm telling you as respectfully as I can that I respectfully disagree with you. That's all. You disagree with me or the entire team? Whoever made that decision. Okay. So you disagree with the entire team. So thank you. No, I'm, I'm just being, I'm being honest and respectful. And that's what I'm attempting to do too. Yes. And that's what I am doing. Yes. Very respectful back and forth. That Very was respectfully. Fun. Yeah. Why did you waste our time? 
Now, but you know what? The Because I think we all know the context by now. That was on Sunday where you don't know what happened there. So it's the end of the Saints and Atlanta Falcons game. Divisional it game. Is, it is, I mean, it's the Saints are up 41-17 or something. Interception, last play of the game, down at the one. There goes my focus. Um, and Dennis Allen, the coach of the Saints, says, we're going to do victory formation. We're going to kneel it down and run out the clock. In the huddle, Jameis Winston and the guys say, we're going to run this thing in. Get Jamal Williams a touchdown. Jamal Williams, we, everybody loves him. He doesn't have a touchdown yet this year. Mm-hmm. Fuck victory. We're going to run this in. So instead of taking a knee to run the clock out, they punch it in to go up again. And uh, the uh, the Falcons did not like it Correct. one bit. He's like, "What the f-? you know the co- the coach who has not been fired, but he's uh, he's upset about it." Um, so it's it's about uh, oh, disrespecting the, the coach nah, and f that. It's about the team and the coach is there well, to support guide. his teammate, Rhett. That's right. That's right. They care about each other. That's that might be important. It's like it's putting your top power play unit on when you're up uh, seven to two. In yeah, late but in they the third did it period. for a reason. Your top power play unit. If there's no reason, this guy hadn't scored. They want to get him touchdown. Yeah. So there yeah. it is. Because <laughs> they're because they're even showing that they're going to take a knee. They're not even lined up they're as though they're going to. Jameis Winston is is really something. Again, it, I I think it's on. The zone, the uh, hard knocks when he yep. was when he was the QB with Tampa Bay, he's a unique dude. He's well, and he didn't he get busted like shoplifting crab legs in college or something hilarious? Something like, that? like yeah, was it him? He yeah, seems it was something like, like a that. really normal, not a weirdo, like and high event player. Like you, oh, you I think he's that. a weirdo. Remember he was eating his fingers, eating W's and stuff. <laughs> he's a he's. If Josh, Josh Allen's turnover ratio gets you upset, careful with Winston. This is like high event player. There's a touchdown every play, it seems like. Pick six or the other way. Respectfully. Okay. What's Respectfully, we'll move along. Rhett, you got to get kids just uh, – you can't be talking about the NHL with your six-year-old. You can't be talking about best goalie in Ontario. You just want them to have fun on the ice so they want to come back next time. That's a win for all you coaches out there, eh? 100%. Here's a little uh, Timbits drill for, for courtesy of Russia. Here you go. How do you not have fun doing that? Well, I'm I'm more concerned with what we don't know what they said right there. Like, no, we don't. They could have said anything. Yeah, <laughs> that could be translated to something. Please consult your physician before taking any advice. From I'm going to give anyone at the Ken Skate backwards and is a coach and has kids this age. Yeah, lay them on their backs, put their gear on, and pick up their feet and haul them around and give them a couple spins. Yep, absolute home run. Mm-hmm. You are coach of the day, if not the year, immediately. They want to come like back, that, right? That's they a win. Love it. I thought we'd played this earlier, but we hadn't. And so when I got it sent to me again and again and again. People have spoken. They want Rhett to see this because I think it's Razor's backyard. He's got that trampoline in the backyard, Rhett. Oh, yeah. He loves to bounce. Ah! Ah! That, uh, that's the opposite. I'm not of supposed to bend, fellas. I don't know if you. Oh, because I saw that when we that I saw that the day after. I forget what the last one was. Was a guy jumping off his roof or something because we had another yeah. one. Yeah. Where dude's benders. knees just 
buckled right underneath. Like, do you replace kids' knees? That's a spine replacement there. I don't think we do those yet in society. It is stunning to me how many dumb videos there are. Now that you've started playing these things in Mm -hmm. here. Every day. Yeah. It's unbelievable how many dumb people there are. Now, if there's one thing we could close a Pinder report with, what would it be? There's one common theme here that exists nowhere else in any sports talk landscape. Respect? Yeah, we already hit respect. You can't out-respect that. Uh, It's not food. Animal? Oh, is it a kangaroo? Let's go to Australia. The shit doesn't stop. Some drone footage. Oh, this is a a guy coming in after skydiving. Oh, I see. His parachute open. Got a nice target area. There you see the shadow. What's up, Skip? Hey, look off! Look off! Go away! Ah, fucking kangaroos. (laughs) They're assholes! They really are assholes! Fuck off! I love the exhale at the end. Ah. Skip. They're, Skip. They don't even eat meat. They're just Skip. eating grass, being assholes. They they don't. They're not hungry. They're just assholes. Is there any redeeming quality? Like, do they? It's no. Like bats eat mosquitoes or whatever. Like, I kind. I still want to go to Australia, but no there's too I much that you're afraid of. Both oceans, jerks. spiders, snakes, kangaroos, sharks. Yeah. yeah. There's altogether too many shark videos out there right now. I think the sharks are pissed off. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Probably got re- good reason to be pissed off. They kill like three guys a year, and we're wiping out millions a year. They're, they'd be... What's on the ledger here, fellas? They're attacking kayakers and all this stuff. Yeah. I think that they have... Uh, it's their New Year's resolution. 2024, look out. You're Stay the shark. The water. Heard it here first on the Pender Report. Or village on Village Honda, located in the Northwest Auto Mall. New vehicle pricing is always MSRP. Start your automotive automotive adventures at Village Honda. Your dealership for life. Village Honda. Doing a little uh, Cutter Goche uh, deep dive. His father, Mm -hmm. Sean, played in Sweden and uh, three NHL appearances. Perfect save percentage. Thousand, never let in a goal. Sharks ninety eight. So how do you not get work after that? You know, maybe that's some that cutter. It's built in anger. Yeah, just hatred towards all of it. After that, it was Kentucky Thoroughbreds, the Louisville Panthers, the The Louisville Enslaga, Reading Royals, and then off to Sweden. Uh, did we watch the college football championship game last night? Red, that would have been huge down there. It would have been, but the house is full of sick, and I was avoiding it at all costs. So. You stay away from those sickos. It's not Please. good. I guess the flu is, it's, it's, well, I already had one kid in the hospital, so clearly mm. it's not good. Yeah. Hmm. Which is weird. You would have some sort of a cure there, wouldn't you? Some mat or a mask or earphones or something that would help. All I don't them? like to share with them. Mm. 
Because it's not yeah. Ask Rhett, Dean. Save that for Thursday. That's right. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Bonton meets every Thursday, except this Thursday. What are we going to do with it this week? Thursday. Let's do it on Friday from Mara. Yeah. Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Get your, uh, get your questions in. Ask Rhett. Presentation of Bonton meets. The email address is askret at flamesnation.ca. Uh, whatever. Sometimes you need guidance. Sometimes it's hard. You want to be inconspicuous you want to be anonymous but you have mm. something going on in your life that you just need some guidance and some help and, and Rhett's the guy Rhett's the guy to set you straight to give you the advice that leadership the experience that you have not many people have and it's, it's free great insights you just have to ask the right questions yeah. but be respectful be respectful, respectfully, and I am res being I'm respectful when I say this. Being respectful as I can I'm be. I'm being very respectful. When I'm also trying that. to be respectful. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot to do a Betway bet today, Ryan. I got a couple in there. We got Flames and Sens from the Dome. It's our only home game in Calgary for the big club in a while. So we can take a peek at that if you'd like. All right. Well, Betway Bets then. Let's do the Betway Bets. Get the Betway app on your phone. Get on your desktop, your tablet, your laptop, however you want to do it. Just get it and then bet a responsible way with Betway. Getting excited for the week, the weekend of football. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Might be a time just to go in, check what your, what your, your toe, your balance is there. Maybe you want to top it up and be ready and then do some big time winning. Like a Boy Scout, Dean. You're always prepared. Prepare. That's my thing. What do you got? Uh, there we go. Okay. So we're, we're chasing some bigger numbers today. I think, uh, look, look, Mark's from starting. He's great. That could be the wild card in all of this, but the Sens have more skill than the Flames. I think Brady Kachuk's one of the few unicorns in the league that can play that true power forward role. Two plus points plus 250. That's a bet I like. I also love Connor Zeri. And his play of late, uh, one measly little assist, almost triple your That's money, all. plus 187. Yeah. Don't mind that. One assist, 187. Kachuk, two plus points. I have to, uh, so there you go. Those are the Betway bets. I. This has been our thing all along. I don't watch a lot of Ottawa Senators hockey. Try not to, yeah. Even now, they're more exciting, I guess. They're more offensive. There's young skill and all that. I still don't find myself at all drawn to watching the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, if they get in a series with these young kids and it's like, okay, you got us now. But I, I think it's to the point where you have to do something to earn our attention at this point. You're you're all just prospects until you're actually players. And as a team, it sort of feels like this is still a prospect team in the sense that they haven't arrived. Another thing I was thinking about just this morning while going over auto. Okay. He was a first rounder and he's a first rounder. And as the flames sit here, come on now, it's not even team tank. It's just team reload, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you think back to the last time they tried it with the first round picks that turned into Mark Kandari. Base, I mean, Mark Kandari and Neil Poirier, Morgan Klimchuk. Poirier, Klimchuk. Could you have done, could you have done worse? Kenny Augustino out of that, that whole thing. There was no players, none. You got nothing. So don't do that, Craig, please. Yeah, for sure. Don't do that. Cause probably I'm guessing I'm trying to remember. I, you were, you were happy to see the firsts. I just know that from where we were sitting, 
Agostino and who, who are Anelski. these? There was not there was not a lot of excitement about the players coming in, no. but you felt at least these first round. They're gonna look at all the. They're gonna have what three first round picks. And they did. And they and hit they on their own, which was Monaghan. The other two they did not hit on. The, the best piece they got was actually Retro Biro, or Rito Berra, is, uh, right. which is funny because they, they then flipped him for a second. That's really the most legitimate thing they got out of both the deals for Bowmeister and Aguinlan. That's a little embarrassing. It kind of is. Well, who, they, who did that second turn into? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, it may be someone on the roster today. Who knows? It could and be that like was uh, Killington Anderson or something like that. Dude, that was Bur you know what? You're I bet you're right there. I think they had those two seconds anyway. But that was uh, a Brian Burke deal because I think already at that point hadn't uh, Jabe and let go, and before Brad came in, if I'm remembering that trade deadline correctly, the the uh, the yes, it was it, for the Rito Barra trade. It was yeah. Jay made the the Bowmeister and Aginla deals, and Trilliving yeah. came in after that deadline for the I think what was it the draft. Didn't trade Camilleri at all, but did no. get a second rounder for Reto Bira. Reto Bira? Retro Bira. We've said Retro Bira for so friggin' long. Yeah, it was that silly Don Cherry thing. That's yeah. GTHL Beauty. <laughs> who did those, by the way? I forget who did those. Yeah, I can't recall it. <sighs> feel for Dylan Dubé. Hey, man, like, feel all you want. It's, yeah, one, it's you know, I feel the worst year of your career. It sure is. I feel for the scenario, I guess. He doesn't, it's no one should be shocked. But this was a second rounder who showed some offensive pop, who at the midway point of the season is healthy scratched. How many goals do you have the, the line in front of you? Like, times that by two. That's his midseason total. He's not playing tonight. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, not what you've been banking on. 18 goals, 18 goals, and certainly on pace for less than 10 this year. It's the world he lives in. It's the job he chose. So don't. Yeah. And, and like, bad. it's not like he's trying to crack an NHL contenders forward group. He's been, he has cracked the, the group. He's played his way into this. He's played from the top line at some points all the way down to the fourth line. And it's, based on merit. And I mm -hmm. think he's a, I enjoy the few interactions I've had with him. I think he's probably a wonderful human. I hear great things about him. Uh, it's a bad season and a bad time for one. Cause he's, uh, you got to qualify him at 2.4 million. Can you say fugly? It's fugly. Ooh, it is fugly. Never Big mind head. when you get Pelche and Coronado up, like two, two, two more guys will pass him at that point, potentially. I wouldn't have thought to call it fugly, but now that you've brought it up, I think it probably hell would fall into that category for sure. It's it's been fugly. Um, little DoorDash, find out what's on the menu. See with DoorDash, here's how it works: you go, you get the app, right? Then you go to the app and say, "What do I feel like to?" Either maybe you know exactly what you want. I want Tie. this. Bop bop bop. Done. Shows up at your door, or maybe it's just, "What do I feel like today? What's going on?" Maybe there's some deals. Who's close? What? Get on that DoorDash app. Ordering is easy. Shows up right outside your door. And for a limited time, our listeners and viewers get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download that DoorDash app and enter promo code NATION25NATION25. That's your promo code to kick in that deal. Now tonight, what uh, is on the menu for DoorDash, Ryan? Got a, a doubleheader of sorts, a couple dishes for Rhett. We'll start with some hockey, 7 o'clock. It is the Senators and Flames from the Scotiabank Saddledome. Rhett, you're going to be watching from Buffalo. We're going to need you to get something 
hot ordered right to your door. And then uh, for the nightcap, if you can't sleep tonight, Raptors as part of the North facing the NBA Cup champions, whatever that is, in Los Angeles. That's LeBron, the old man, for the Lakers. You got to get some... I think I'm going to go with some uh, some Penang chicken curry. Mm. Maybe some spicy soup. That Thai soup, what is it? Oh, spicy Kong soup. Kai or yeah. mm-hmm. Penang. Yes. Try it, folks. Try it. You still haven't tried bibimbap, too, Dean. You got to get yeah. that in you. It's a hell of a dish. I don't, yeah, I don't know what it is that you say when you say that. So I never know what to order. By the Hi, way, could I, I get some of that bibubop? Uh, yeah, me. that'll work. If it's a Korean place, that's they're gonna hook you right up. Yeah, hook you right up. Um, I I found out who the second rounder was. Yeah, it was not the home run that uh, Shillington and Anderson was the Shit. next year. It was the year Shit. before. Damn. And so, if we know Berkey was around, and let's say he oh, ran truculents, we need truculents. Somebody that's truculent. Around. There's only two. Was it? Uh, was it Hunter Smith? It indeed was the big rig overager Hunter Smith. So again, don't do that, Craig. Don't do it. So when it was all said and done, out the door went Jay Bomeister, one of the best skating defensemen in the history of the league. Yeah. Jerome McGinley, first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, and you got back. Yeah, I'm done. Get the DoorDash app on your phone. Have it delivered right to your door. Order DoorDash, dash good. that for the win. Not nothing. Don't order nothing like the Flames got. No, they, they did trade. They were waiting at the front yeah. porch. They were waiting at the front porch and no, nothing and nobody showed up. Oh, and they were told so much stuff was coming. Was, were yeah, they ever? A lot on the way. Yeah. And it's going to be good. They must not have used DoorDash. If yeah, that's just wait till it gets there. Ordered. It's going to be so good. Oh. Goosh. I'm going to see who they got back in the Klimberg deal. I'm sure that's the big piece. Oh, yeah. Because they had Klimberg, and I think it was some sort of offensive defenseman at the AHL level. That uh, Who were you talking about? Klimberg? Uh, Klimchuk, excuse me. Oh, okay. They, they, they eventually traded him to the Marlies. <laughs> well, and didn't they get... Uh... Oh, shit. The uh, coach, anyway... Because I know there was a few guys that got swapped in and out there. It was, well, maybe this failed first-round pick will be better than this failed mm-hmm. first-round pick. No. Lazar. Yeah, no. That was the second they gave up to get two-goal Curtis Lazar out of Ottawa. Who coached the uh, Windsor Spitfires to the Memorial Cup? Bugner? Oh, no, I don't know. Okay. It wasn't Bugner. Um, oh, it was Bugner. The other guy? Right. When Taylor Hall was there. Right, Kirby Reichel was one yes, of those guys that came in in one of those deals. Yeah, it was Andrew Nielsen they acquired. Ooh. Who never did get out of the Adirondack Stockton type area of the organization. Yeah, still nothing. Still nothing, eh? Ardash will do better than that. I was texting with our uh, with our buddy, Robert Munich. And keep your eyes peeled, folks, today on the Flames Nation social media accounts because mm-hmm. we are going to make somebody else a winner, courtesy of the Hearing Loss Clinic. This time, it's going to be a nice little hockey package, an autographed jersey by some guy with the last name that rhymes with Schmuberdo. 
That's right. So all you're going to need to do is uh, go to your Instagram, go to your X account, and then you got to be following the Hearing Loss Clinic at Hearing Loss Clinic on X at The Hearing Loss Clinic on Instagram. And we'll give this one about a week or so, but make sure you get in there, be following. And uh, Robert will have all the details there on the Flames Nation social media accounts. And in about a week, we will hand out that beautiful autographed jersey. Now, you mentioned uh, Bobby Germany. Do you know where he is right now? Uh, I believe I heard him say, you heard you say that he was in studio there. He is in the room. You could get his mug right here if you want it. Wow. Right here. Here. Uh, well, yeah, let's do that. I mean, I'm not Bobby sure. Germany, get over here. Let's go. Does he want to? Uh... Oh, he, I was going to say, you can't jive. put a guy in that spot. Oh, Bobby, all that good work you do for us. You can't let us recognize you. That's too bad. Well, he's done stuff before. I saw him on some of the old uh, podcasts that uh, that we did. Yep. He was there giving his opinion in front of a green screen. That no more. Sound a lot different than what I'm asking him to do right now. I know. It's oh, such a big yeah. deal. I know. I know. I know. Jonathan Huberto, five points in his last five games. The red hot. Can't touch a flame when it's red hot, Rhett. Is that what they say? That's what they said. Hmm. Can't touch a flame when it's red hot. Now, I'm not sure. I'm not going to give away my sources, Mm -hmm. but I heard you put a, well, it's not even put on a show. I heard you were being yourself at Greta over the holidays. Oh, so Friday, we have uh, a pal back in town from overseas, an old high school pal. And there's nothing more exciting than seeing your old high school pals when you haven't seen them in a long Mm -hmm. time. And I remember Casey had sent us out a nice Christmas package from Greta. Mm-hmm. The, the toque, get a T-shirt, a couple of game cards. It said, fellas, I know exactly what we're up to. They said, we're meeting here. We're going to have a little uh, Southern barbecue here. And then we're going to go here for a beer. And I said, I got us after that. We're going to Greta. No line, no messing around. Oh, look at game you. cards. Trays of drinks flying around. The fellas were very impressed with Greta boys. Mm-hmm. Very, very impressed. You have the Mortal Kombat right next to the Street Fighter. Can you name a more iconic duo right there? That's pretty impressive stuff. The old school Pong on the main floor. We had Mario Kart races going four way. It was crazy. Downstairs, Bobble Bobble. Whew. It's one of those things, and you would know this, uh, Red, that we have all spent so much time together that now I, I don't go looking for it. But I get Pinder reports coming back to me. Every day you get a Pinder report. Hey, you know what? I was actually at, uh, me and some buddies were over at Greta. Uh, were, were you there? Because Pinder was there. I'm like, I don't hang out with Pinder. I, unless I'm getting paid, I don't do anything with <laughs> with Pinder. Yeah, he was there and they were hooting and hollering. And I thought, uh, I, I was like, I wasn't sure if it was Pinder. I said, no, I, I'm sure it was. Yeah. If it was hooting and hollering, for yeah, sure. Hooting and hollering, lots of, lots of hair. Then that was, yeah, that was him for sure. So. Yeah, and uh, a lot, the main comment I got from, because there were seven of us at one point, um, where was this place when we were 21? Yeah. That's the question that kept coming up. We would have liked this place a lot, and we did, but it's, you know. Uh, big the, shout-outs to Casey, Colin, oh, Jamie, and Kennedy. Don't need the tequila shots next time. Everything else, perfect. Yeah, you weren't probably begging for them either. <laughs> yeah, you were probably, no, 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 guys, no, this is not, no. Do you guys need another round? Are you going back then? I mean, okay. Twist our arm. Did you have 42 chicken nuggets? I, uh, I've done that there. And mm-hmm. that's the one time I'm going to do that there. Yeah. I don't plan on doing that again. <laughs> right. Thank God I didn't bet you. Cause I'd have had 70. Yeah. 
I feel like 70 for you would be right in the same wheelhouse as 42 for me. I think we did have some kind of a nice meal on the line, did we not? I thought yes. that was, yes. it was, I think it was definitely not agreed upon. I think we talked about a nice steak dinner. Did I miss Rhett's deaths in the Pinder report today? You did. Yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. I forgot to add that. So Frank, a nice bottle. Pinder, American $100 bill. And uh, Dino, you know, a, a nice steak dinner when, when you meet up with Rhett. How come I don't win anything? Well, you're supposed to make a bet with Jack, but you didn't. You would have Jack, beat him, right? Be Jack, do you want some action on this Steelers-Bills oh, matchup? It's not dead, is it? Oh, boy. I'm not giving you points. Oh, you're not giving him points. Nope. 10, that's the line. The if line he's a fan, 10. it's the playoffs. If he's a fan of his team, is he wanting to bet that they won't lose by too many, or does he want to believe in his squad? Rhett, you're going to try to make Jack look cowardly here? You indeed look cowardly. Not taking the line that on all first, of the gambling places have decided is the fair bet. I'm a fan of my team, and I'm betting on my team. The first thing Retro always does is, uh, and how many points I'm going to need? Uh, no, what are the need some points. What odds am I getting on that? Yeah, let's do it, Rhett. Fuck it. Oh, what do you want to bet? I, I, you got to do the here. show with no shirt. Whoever loses the bet, that seems fair. <laughs> I saw one yesterday. It was because you're starting to see them now. The punishments for finishing last in your fantasy football. A guy was dressed in a chicken costume, mm -hmm. running around a paintball thing, and all the other guys had their paintball oh, guns. Yes. And there was nowhere for this guy to hide. All he could do was just run until he ran out of gas, and then they're just pelting him. I'm not sure why you needed the costume, but it was good. It was part oh. of it. So. <sighs> yeah. Who did finish last in our football? Oh, that was me. Yeah. Oh. It was not close. What happened? I should have to pay for my entry then. How's that? That's a good one, yeah. That you know what? Now that the league's done, let's find a way that we can change some settings to benefit me. Is that uh, is that what I'm hearing there? Yeah, it is. Okay, good. I'm just saying you should feel shame. and I feel a lot of shame. Feel less shame. That's, I'd, I'd only missed the playoffs once in 10 years prior to this year and dead last this year. Just awful. awful. It's hard, though. Awful. It's hard. Yeah. I, uh, I went and looked back at the draft. It might have been the worst possible draft of 2023 fantasy football it was every single round it was like well that guy died uh that guy sucked that guy was hurt that guy was no good that guy died it was yeah i, I could read it to you it's quite painful it's generally how it goes when you finish last usually the uh. draft had to have gone been catastrophic in nature now didn't you auto draft retro i did i did and it probably worked to my advantage because typically Heavy I draft with my, like I just bet, I bet with my heart and I draft with my heart. So it's, yeah. How many bills did you have? You had digs, cook and digs and digs was the shits. The second, like he, yeah, yeah they're not using them at all. And cooks wasn't that good in the first half either. Kind of swapped a little there. Yeah. He was okay at the start, but yeah, his second half was really good. Yeah. If you needed me, my two quarterbacks were Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers. But don't worry. My first two round picks were Tony Pollard and Ramondre Stevenson. Who's that? Yeah. Uh, bust, bust. And my receivers were Christian Watson and Amari Cooper. Who 
both did very little in the regular season. Cooper had such a good week 15. He or had whatever to make the was, playoffs so. for that yeah. one day. Yeah, yeah, that was the problem was, there. That was the problem. For Don't sure. worry, though. I had rookie Quentin Johnston in, in, uh, in the, yeah, that was yeah, huge. Jake, um, Jake oh, mm-hmm. So, what's the, how are people in Buffalo, right? They must be, there's no worry. This, they're playing, pl- got the Steelers. There's no sweat, right? They're looking right past this game. Next round, please. Yeah. Yeah. Jack, how no are you danger in that. They're team. wound up. They're a little wound up because the Steelers and the Steeler fans are very faithful. And they travel, not like Jack, who's a chicken, sh- mm-hmm. and he won't come to Buffalo. But uh, a lot of the fans will be trying to get tickets. Ticket prices are very high. It's hard to find rooms, Dean. Hard to find rooms. You have to stay at my right? house if you're coming. Jack, would you stay at Rhett's house? Of course. No, He's heard no, some no, stories. No. Sick, everyone's sick there, Jack. You, well, know you just said, Rhett, that uh, the only place he could stay would be at your house. It sounded like an invite. No, I said it would be the only place, but he's not staying at my house. Oh, I got no room. Kids are sick. Hmm. What about Rob? Has Rob got room? Rob's sick too. He's battling. Oh, no, he's battling through it. He said he, he was traveling last week and he slept for 36 hours once one segment of the it's trip. terrible, terrible. So have we got a bet here, or are we just talking about it and nothing's going to happen again? Well, we've got to figure it out. I, you should give Jack some points. Three. Yes. Three. And a half. Sure. She watch just got ruled out today. Don't care. It's a pride thing. Guy runs his freaking mouth all the time. Oh, Steelers. We don't need TJ Watt. Like, I'm not. They can win without him. We got Minka back. Who? Minka Fitzpatrick. Pro Bowler. Former Dolphin? No. Rat. I'm not a Steelers fan. Is it really 10? Is that the line? It was yesterday. It might have moved again with Watt out. No, it's 10. Yeah. I think they're expecting him to be out, but that news was official today that he's yeah. ruled out. Come 10's on. a lot. Give the guy give the guy 10. Ten points. That's nothing. Well, I, why not seven, Dean? Let's, why, let's I, seven. why do I have to include you two idiots in any okay. of this? You don't, but we're just going to ridicule you for not being fair. That's all. And yeah. So as long as you don't, I'll win. That, I'm a winner. Good. I don't care if I'm fair or not. Who won? All of a sudden, he cares about the line. He's been gone. He's on fucking eighteen weeks, not even looking at the line, just picking teams. Now he will. Oh, I can't be given points. That's right. I don't get. Points I don't worry about the line. I just pick <laughs> winners. I'm a winner. He's straight up. So you think a close game, Rhett, if you're not worried about the line? Huh? It's going to be a close game? Well, I don't, you don't think it'll be close. close. So, yeah, you shouldn't care about They're the relevant line. Irrelevant if it's closer, we win by 30. We're going to win. Well, it's maybe the side. Again, it's, I don't know why I'm. I should keep my nose on. You're right, Rhett. No, I no, just I, come, up, come, happen, up with, uh, come up with what are the stakes, and then you can decide maybe whether or not there should be any points. Because if it's a big, if it's something big, then maybe Jack needs some points. But if it's something just kind of a uh, pack of gum, you know, a, a nice handshake, that sort of thing, then maybe you don't need points. Some thrills? Gum? Gross. <laughs> Is that the stuff that's like something? Yes. Oh, the purple? Yeah, yeah. no good. Jackie, put your thinking cap on, and we will finalize this bet before the end of the week. Sounds good. Well, how about some booze? Uh, so I'm just offering. It's for you two to decide. I'm not deciding for you. I'm just like a uh, a bottle of booze, some liquor of some sort. 
You get Jack um, a flat of the barn burner blonde and he'll get you a drink. bottle of whatever you drink down there. Or it could be as, as re- did you say it yesterday about doing or today do it some kind of an embarrassment thing on the show where the listeners and viewers could get some payoff in it. Yeah. Shirtless show. Let's go. You want to haul out your nips, Jack? <laughs> Check out his rack. Jack's rack. I'll tack. give you 10 points, but if you lose, you got to get the nips pierced. <laughs> Oh my god! And what about if you lose that? I'm not getting that. Yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> no. What are you gonna do what if you lose? Do you that? get a face tattoo? Well, got, I'm gonna fly to Mexico. I'd rather do that. He'll take that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fly to what Mexico, about- Jack. Think about this with his girlfriend. No. Ah. Oh, he'll fly me to Mexico, and I'll be on my fucking own. That doesn't <laughs> right. sound any fun. You ever gone to Mexico on your own? Lots to be done. How about just one nip, Jack? One of those hoops. God. We'll do it on the show. We'll get yeah, a no very problem. reputable person into. <laughs> Maybe he needs to wax his nose hair. That's been done. That's a, yeah. the, their new office is a block away. It's right here. Ooh. Lots of options. We are going to need to settle on something, but it's a good start, fellas. And I'm glad you agreed on 10 points, Rhett. That's awesome. Mm-mm. And well, a nipple piercing. Wow. The bet. Well, we got time. The game isn't isn't till Saturday. I think these are all very it's good ideas, right? It's a, we're workshopping this thing. So we'll get it all session. figured out. It is on Sunday, right? Yes. Yes. It's the yeah. Sunday one o'clock morning. I don't understand the nipple piercing. Uh, for anyone, or for you, yeah, or for kind men, of, or just anyone. just in general, I don't know. Yeah. Is it exciting? Is it uh, is it a have fashion you, uh, statement? Do you have first hand or second? Or I have zero hand. Okay. No, no, I'm just. That's why I kind of ask. I, I just it's a vibe. What... Maybe you should try and find out. No. Why? No. There's. Oh, I'm willing to bet. Test. I'm willing to use my the life experience that I have gained in my old age to feel strongly that I would not enjoy right. it. You might move up in your kids' cool rankings, so so do it. That's what kids want for sure. Yeah, because their yeah, parents to get nipple. nipple that would piercings. be cooler than Taylor Swift tickets, Dean, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> throw in a neck tattoo. Tickets. Yeah, especially nice if neck. you can get it on, tweet it out or yeah, do it on uh, YouTube for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, then son, it's there. I know you wanted to go to WrestleMania, but what I'm going to yeah. do is I'm going to get a video yeah. of myself on YouTube getting my nipple pierced. That's your Christmas present. Hey, Love what you. do you think? Yeah. it'll live on forever uh so tomorrow is uh wednesday we will look back at the flames and senators matchup which i think we're all very excited for look it's not last week's wild on a tuesday right i don't know what to i honestly it might be the best game of the year it could be very good hockey given the talent level that ottawa has like this i'm not saying they're gonna blow up flame but this could be a very entertaining game yeah it could and be. mix in some Corpusalo, who they thought apparently was worth a five-year. What the? Well, and Kachuk gets mad, so yes, yeah. shit can hit the fan as well. Like there are. Yeah, Kuznetsov the solo lap. How aren't you excited? It wasn't that long ago, though, Ryan, that you were on the Corpusalo, that whole the, the Columbus thing. Remember when the Flames That's were goalie. talking about two goalies in the league getting Anderson out of Columbus? As, oh, I didn't like one of those goalies. Of that, but yeah, that they they have been. Not unlike Josh Anderson, very coveted for a long time by a lot of teams and have turned out to just be guys. And that is kind of the thing with goalies. Like, it's the type of goalie Carolina would love 
to get off of a bad year for nothing. Like it's James Reimer is better than this cat. You could have James for a million bucks. And the thing with Corpus Allo is he had that performance for the Kings and the playoffs where he did play with a good team, right? Yeah, it's not it like okay. you're coming right out of Columbus and you don't really know. Yeah. It's like, mm, he wasn't great for the Kings. The high watermark for Merzlikens and Corpus Allo was when they beat the Leafs in that bubble series in the COVID. And they, they had like they 950 goaltending. And it was like, wow, look at those two goalies. And they have Tarasov coming. But it's just like goalies, man. I wasn't going to say anything oh, either. When uh, Noodles was talking about it earlier, when they they should have beaten uh, Seattle, but Joey Decord was, he, they got goalie. <laughs> was Joey Decord not a freaking like, I mean, yes, that was the expansion draft pick. Oh, you're right. But you know, he was a guest. I didn't want to. Didn't want to do anything there. Uh, Pinder and I will be with you tonight for Afterburner. That's right. After tonight's matchup. Are you uh, flooding, flooding what time's rinks the game or something? Tonight? Seven, usual start. It's a seven o'clocker. You want to jump in, Red, or is that a little late? Still nine no, Eastern? I was because... just going to say I might be able to do that for one of you. I'm not doing it for both. So you guys can decide amongst yourselves. If, if you want to do it tonight, that's great. I, you can stay away from the sickos and get this one done. That'd be awesome. We don't have to get up. Dean, you want to take the night? If it goes to overtime, I'm not doing it. I have a special project that... If uh, it goes to overtime, I'm out. Hmm. Uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. If you have something on the go. Somebody will be on tonight on Afterburner. Yeah, we'll be two of the three of us. That's a guarantee. Okay. Write it down. We're all very looking forward to it. Look at, did you see how Rhett just jumped in there? I'd love to do it tonight. Senators uh, Flames, can I do it, guys? That's the first time in 2024 he's done that, Dean. He yeah. Took a while. No. Uh, oh yeah, um, hmm. Really quick, I, I don't want to, yeah. like, I got three photos of some of the fellows enjoying the Barn Burner Blonde, and we did just get it canned last Thursday, and this Thursday's next delivery day. Now would be an excellent time to take a peek at some of the delicious brews being enjoyed across... Uh, some pretty special places here. The Barn Burner Blonde, our signature beer with Origin Brewing out of Strathmore. Look at that. They got the Grinch going. Yeah. He's trying to save the sled there. He's trying to save all the presents. His heart's old, growing three sizes. Is that an old pooch sitting on beside him there? Is that a... Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like an old that's hound. A, that's uh, our boy Devin from Amptret, that monster dog. They, it's a she's a girl, but they call her Gord because it's Gordy Howe's favorite hockey player. So oh. Gord is the dog. That's nice. Look at this New Year's Day hike. That's that's a beer with a view right there. So you have to hike, Dean. I love hiking. Yeah, I have to hike my pants up high now because I'm old. It's Talking about my nips. That's about where my belt line is. And then this is some fellas uh, and gals down in Glendale, Arizona. Said see you soon. It looks like they're at a Cardinals game here. Seahawks cards was that this weekend? Yeah, mm -hmm. little zoom in. They're all holding the barn burner blonde. They smuggled it down to Arizona. Oh, very nice, very nice guys. It's gonna be tough to top those three picks. That's good stuff. Love it. Yes. Thursday's Origin Brewing. Day. Yeah, originbrewing.ca. Go on there. You're gonna be able to. Uh, you can buy merch. You can buy the beers, and they do have the. Uh, they're going out of their way. Trying to make it easier for everybody to have a little barn burner blonde in their life. They deliver within the city limits on Thursdays. I think it's five bucks to have it delivered. I mean, come on. It's five right bucks. To your door. Let's go. Right to your door. So we encourage you. And it'll be fresh 
Yes. Did the fresh canning? Mm. Fresh, fresh, fresh. fresh. Yeah. Love fresh cans. Scottsdale. Two days. 10 degrees. (laughs) So close. It's cold here, retro. Is it? I heard it got cold. If I told you it'd be 40 degrees warmer in Phoenix, would you take it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if it. I told you it was minus thirty here on Friday, <laughs> it's not as not as ideal. Ooh, it is cold there. Like a high yeah. of oh, minus it's, thirty. It's not that cold days. today, but it's going to get a lot worse. Yeah, as soon as we leave, we have a but, wind, we have a wind warning here. Seventy mile wind. hour winds. Shit's going sideways right now. And the thing about it is it's been so nice here. It's just yeah, the, it's, the quick, I went out yesterday to do, I had to do some stuff like, Oh my God, I got my Ooh. jacket zipped up too. Can my hug? I looked at the t- minus 10. It's really oh, not dear. that cold, but, uh, all fat boys gotten a little soft with the old El Nino and, uh, with our planet going to hell. Anyway, the, uh, yeah, the, the, if you're flooding rinks, this is good. Otherwise this is a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's too cold to flood rinks. Not yet, but it will be, yeah. Why is it too cold? Yeah, the chemistry of the water changes when it gets that cold. And it's, it kind of shatters a bit, doesn't it, Red? It, yeah, does, it, it doesn't it flood fr- as nice. It freezes too fast. freezes yeah. way too quick, doesn't level out as much as you want. Yeah, it gets crispy, crunchy. It doesn't, right. And it doesn't melt in with the other layer of ice. Right. It freezes right on top. Yeah. Yeah. Science, people. It's why you come here. It's what you get. Uh, pseudoscience. That's what you're coming for. <laughs> Have a great rest of your day, everybody. We will uh, We'll see you tonight for Afterburner. We'll see you on the show tomorrow and uh, take a look back. No noodles. No Jamie McLennan on the show tomorrow, unfortunately. Replay. Just Lazy, replay him. Eh? He's so good. He's you can replay. He's so good. Yeah, just replay it for sure. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Appreciate Hello. you. See you, buddies.